This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash core gaming and start living a better life today. Syndra Thresh, can you bring down this barrier? Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE for Thursday, December 15th, 2022. I'm Scott John Smith, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. And uh, we are here to make a show about video games. Uh, Big or small, we don't care. We like to talk about it all. And we're going to talk about the games we played this week as we hurdle toward the end of the year. Next week, we're planning on doing our big end-of-year wrap-up of our favorites. We're still kind of working on what that means, structure, and so on, so we don't do a nine-hour show. Uh, But yeah, we're going to do that next week, so we're looking forward to it. In the meantime, I don't know if you guys heard, something big happened, and we're going to dive into it right now. I mean, to some people, it may not be a big deal, but I think if you are uh, at all interested in the world around Blizzard and Blizzard games, uh, you probably already know this, Chris Metzen is coming back to Blizzard in a new role. Specifically, this is important to note, he's coming back to the Warcraft franchise, not Blizzard as the whole. All right, so he's not going to be like time with Overwatch and time with Diablo, any of that. Like that's not the plan at the stage. The stage is, or the the plan is at this stage is to work on the Warcraft universe. WoW being obviously chief among it, but other potential things in the franchise. Here's the actual announcement from John Height, general manager of Warcraft. He says it is with great joy that I announce Chris Metzen has joined the Warcraft leadership team as creative advisor. Chris's focus will initially be on the World of Warcraft or on World of Warcraft. Then his work will expand to other projects across this growing franchise. It's a weird, a fun way of putting that. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Chris was one of the original team members working on the Warcraft universe back when it began in 1994, and we are so happy to be reuniting him with the world he helped create. Signed, John Height. So that happened today. Lucky us because we have a show today. Um, I don't know where we want to start on this. I. I guess I would ask, what do you guys think overall? Like, what was your first, what was your gut reaction when you heard that, you know, guy responsible for so much of the writing, so much of the core core of the game, so much of the lore and characters um, was coming back and knowing everything we know about Metzen and his sort of legacy at Blizzard. Was this good news in your mind? Was it bad news? John, what'd you think when you heard? I was excited about it. I think, um, I think Chris Metzen has an approach and a style to storytelling um and universe creation that is fitting for the warcraft universe i think you know there have been some amazing writers that have worked and creatives that have worked at world of warcraft but i think that we've seen we've seen what happens when warcraft specifically world of warcraft uh tries to outreach its capacity for storytelling Mm -hmm. through its ambition Mm -hmm. and it doesn't go very well and i think Chris has a a knack for I don't want to say more simple stories because that that makes it sound like it's a put down and it's not meant to be but what would be a better way to say it like like a comic book story right like something that has to share a medium you're not just going to sit there and explain it and you're not going to get in characters heads and go through all the detail you're setting up the framework that the visuals and the gameplay and the mechanics are going to help support. And I think he works really well in that capacity. 
And I think his world building, like, I think it's a testament to his style that the Blizzard properties have, in general, uh, done really well when he was in a creative position there. Because I think what they do matches and meshes well with the way he tells stories and approaches stories. So for me, I heard this and I was like, that's awesome, was immediate gut reaction. Second reaction was, I listened to all those interviews with you, Scott. I hope he's ready for this. <laughs> I want that guy to do good. I hope he's prepared to dive back into this pool because mm. it sounded like it was rough business when he got out. And yeah. uh, you know, he's he's a he's well, a face and a person to probably, know. And that probably happened during their conversation, right? <laughs> I mean, picture it. Uh, who do you think reached out to who? I mean, Chris, as far as I know, he's enjoying his time making D&D books and mm-hmm. painting Warhammer 40K figurines. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I retired and I had an ample money and the company's like, you want to come back? I'd be like, are all the people I don't like gone? <laughs> are, uh, you know, are um, you guys going to, like, you know, take some stuff seriously? That Here's some stuff I want to do. Like, if I come back, what's in it for me? Yeah. Right? Is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, are we going to... Do what I want with certain characters. Like, I, not that I, he strikes me as that kind of a demanding person, but I don't think money is what's going to entice somebody who's already had a career to come back and work on the properties. You're 100% I see correct. him tweeting about loving Warcraft and Dragonflight. He doesn't tweet much, but he's like, loves playing World of Warcraft. And so, if the circumstances had to be right for someone retired and who's made a lot of money and who doesn't, even though he's a longstanding member, you know, he's not considered the founder i don't think that that doesn't take anything away from his contribution or or significance but you know i think they had to be like listen do you want to come back and i he'd be like what's in it for me so obviously i think there's good stuff in it for him and i would take that as a good sign yeah uh considering like i said some of the most some of the stuff that impressed him upon my mind was a lot of the marketing he did for to make the company look really good uh, and during that period before the fall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the, just the shops going around uh, trying to promote uh, the teams and uh, internally and the shops and, and the craftsmen and all that stuff. I really lapped that stuff up in particular. So. Yeah. He's, and he means it. I mean, I can, t- I can say this and I'm not trying to sound like a dink when I say this, um, but we talked a ton off the air, especially here recently we talk every week and this last time we spoke well back when we did the most recent interview after that interview ended um we talked a lot about what kinds of things he wants out of life like what he wants out of the future and i think bo is 100% correct i don't know what the details are on what arrangement they made i can tell you from these personal conversations this isn't giving anything away he doesn't he is not at this stage motivated by a ton of money that's not what's important. He's got that already. He wants creativity, an outlet for that. He wants to return to these worlds that he helped build. And he wants to do it in a role that doesn't require him to be constantly being interviewed and constantly on PR trips and constantly doing all that stuff. There, There's a real focus to this new position. And that focus will will keep him out of the stuff that's a pain in the arse and keep him focused on the the creative end of it. And that's all I can say because there was more to that conversation and it was told in confidence. I mean, the, the truth is, I, I've already said this online somewhere, but I knew about this about two months ago. 
And it has been so hard. You guys know how I am. I let stuff slip all the time by accident. Yeah. I was really nervous. I was going to say something on the show. You just didn't let even tell us. And sometimes you just tell us. Stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> I was so nervous about it. And for the record, in case Blizzard PR is now tuning in to see what kind of bullshit's going on over here. Um, Scott hasn't told us anything, but I worry constantly that I might accidentally say something that was said, and then Scott will laugh in a certain way to confirm. <laughs> That's pretty close to the nerve. <laughs> like there's a little mini game that happens when we do this because he doesn't betray Chris's confidence even to us. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, it is true. I found out from John Height. I didn't find out from Scott. Yeah, and yeah, that's John. Fine. You, that's and, a, you a lot and John Height found, found out from John Height. Yeah, John Height, John Tight, John and John are tight. Height, Height, Tight, uh huh, or something. Yeah. But anyway. like, Bo's right. Like, there is a weird mini game because, like, I have a lot I want to say about this, and I'm worried that my proximity to Scott and his potential to know things <laughs> would make it seem like I know things I don't know, even though I would just be making educated guesses. Well, here, here's well, the we good can go harder. John and I, John and I can tinfoil hat the live long day. Like we could name drop and say all kinds of shit, just guessing. And maybe you know, we're kind of sharp. We get things right no, on you occasion. Guys are smart. And, you guys and are I smart. would worry for Scott because even the Liam O'Brien thing in Nerdtacular was an issue, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. And that's nothing. What if I'm like, yeah, this. This guy and you know or whatever, like you know, it's dangerous, man. Dangerous game. Yeah, it's that that 2015 thing where I got Liam to do basically, he agreed for Nerdtacular to do the voice of Illidan, and we were going to make a fake movie trailer yeah. uh, for the movie that hadn't even been shown the trailer for yet, and we didn't know what the new expansion was, which turned out to be very Illidan focused. But I didn't know that, and Liam must have known, but didn't say anything to me. And so when he did, and we played it, and Chris is there at the event at the stage, and I show this thing up on the thing. He was legit, like, "Oh my hell, are we? Uh, this is gonna be a leak event, and I'm screwed when I go back to California." Like, he was really worried about it, and I didn't even know why he would be because I didn't know what the expansion the following week was gonna be. It was announced at Gamescom a week later when we got Legion announcement. But there were no leaks; we didn't know, but it sure seemed weird. That we got he was worried he might have told you, and then you know, yeah. then you did like a faux pas, and yeah, that was weird. But you don't want to react too hard because if he didn't tell <clears> you, <throat> then he's revealing the game by just reacting in a bad way. You know, yeah, it's yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it, my Spy so game. so for the record, I, his friendships, uh, I I take it seriously, and I don't, I wouldn't, I'd never want to ever, you know, harm it, um, and I won't, but. Up He's till an this actual friend to me, yeah, for real. And I and up to this yeah. point, I don't have any more information. Like this right here is the culmination of the stuff I knew. So everything else is unknown. I don't know. Like it still makes me feel like I need to show my work, though. Like I have to. <laughs> I feel like I have to. I can't just write my math answer. I can't just be like, you know what I think this means, Scott. Let me tell you. I have to be like, okay, now Scott. They put out a lot of PR videos about World of Warcraft recently, and they keep saying this is the person that's in charge of Warcraft, not just yeah. World of Warcraft, but Warcraft going mm. forward. Right. And then I see this, and I see literally from John Height's message where it says, we'll be on World of Warcraft, then his work will expand to other projects across this growing franchise. 
and I see all of this and I go, you probably don't bring Chris Metzen in just to be like, yep, I'm going to supervise the next expansion because it's got to be a good expansion. And I no, go, oh, Arca- they must be working Arclight. on something pretty big in the yeah. Warcraft universe. Warcraft, so there, Arclight, I've shown mobile. my work. Yep. I don't know anything and Scott hasn't told me anything. No, and Warcraft, I don't know. Warcraft Arclight Mobile. That's the other project. It's not well, that's true. That's true. That is definitely being made. But I, I bet... I, I mean, I so when I saw this same thing, John, I started to get sleuthy and going, now, wait a minute. He's sure talking about this franchise instead of just World of Warcraft. And I, Scott knows. I don't know. What to, I really don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm not sure even he knows, to be honest. I don't know if he knows exactly. <laughs> maybe exactly. he does. Let's gaslight everyone. Let's yeah. go. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But uh, I, I can say this for 100% assurity. I would I'd be willing to bet real money on this, that he is not going there for the money. And he's not going there for the notoriety, even though this is a huge PR bump for Blizzard. It just is by its nature. I mean, I had people writing me going, this is like Steve Jobs in 97 when he came back and saved Apple. He's like all this kind of hyperbole. Um, He's not doing it for that either. And don't expect him to be the face of constant information, if I were to guess, because I don't think that's what he wants. I think he really wants to be, he wants to engineer worlds and create uh, story and just epic stuff. That's what he wants to get he back start, to. He he didn't have to come to you to, to get into the world. He can start once he retires from Blizzard. He can start a Twitch channel. Like he could have gone that. He can right? do anything you know what he I mean? wants. Like, yeah, yeah. There are game devs who leave who start YouTube channels or make content, even if it's not a lot. There's a ex Nintendo guy who's doing one that's pretty good. I haven't checked it out in a while, but it's not like that option isn't available to him. If being in the public eye was something he if wanted, that's what he's he really got the wanted name yeah. already. Yeah. Could, and if he, and if it was he all could about have money, done the Chris Madsen podcast, <laughs> you know, like it, it probably, I guarantee he got untold numbers of offers from big studios to come there. Yeah. He didn't. Why? Well, it's not the money. I don't think it was ever the money. What I think is he has a passion for these worlds and this creation. He's also had some time off from it, which freshens all that up. Makes you want to go back and more on that later when we talk about games we play, because I have a thought about that. Um, All of that being true, I think that this will be overall a win for everybody across the board. Um, I think that people will see this is the other smart thing about it. When he left, he left at a high point. uh, Legion had become one of the or if not their best expansion ever. Overwatch was announced and released to huge acclaim, which he was also hugely in charge of. Like, he couldn't have walked out of there at a better time in terms of, like, everything's on the ups. There was some stuff in the background nobody knew about, and even he didn't know about, but that's a different issue. But, like, from a game's perspective, went out on a high note. Then a bunch of time passes, and for the first time in a while here, Blizzard's a little bit on the up curve of player uh, excitement the new expansion is being well received. People like it and think it's a big improvement over the, over the last two expansions and what better time for him to walk in there and, and take on this role than when that thing is on the upswing. But also we have this much distance between us and whatever the next expansion is. This is him getting his, getting his feet on bottom level of that process. That's really good for whatever's next. I think. Um, and, you know, I don't <clears throat> I don't want to put I don't think it's Warcraft fair for gamers player. to put too much, you know, like he I how do I put this? You've heard the interviews and you probably can guess from those conversations. He doesn't love that hardcore laser attention. He doesn't like it. And I don't no. blame him. Creative people 
we don't we want to make cool shit. We don't want to sit around and explain it all the time or listen to people bash it or whatever the whatever the attitude is. We want to just make and create and do. And I really think this is just a move to do that. Um, will it go on in perpetuity? I don't know. Will it, uh, you know, be amazing? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's much else we could say about it, except I think it is good for Blizzard. I think it's good for Chris from a creative standpoint. And you know, he, he absolutely, I don't know this. Okay. I'm saying this for real. I don't know this, but I think that he, he, he uh, crafted whatever deal it is to fit what he wanted because he can, first of all, and second of all, this isn't just come back to work. We'll see you on Monday. I think he made whatever good deal he could. That wasn't about money as much as it's about what am I doing? Where am I doing it? How am I doing it? And who am I working with? And I'd be shocked if that wasn't true. If it turned out that one, well, no, I was all John Hyde stuff and the whole contract was him. I doubt it. I think Chris had a lot of leeway if I had to guess, because wouldn't you, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a huge thing. Yeah. This PR bump alone Got at least one person to buy Warcraft today. Imagine the millions that may have bought it today. <laughs> Is that one person you? I mean, we'll talk about it later. We'll see. Man. We'll Man, talk they about got it. him. They got him. Anyway. Chris got him. Chris got it's him. It's all very exciting, yeah. and I'm excited That's for true. him. Not they. And yeah. I'm excited for what it means for us, and I really hope uh, this is – I, I think this might be the perfect arrangement uh, for a post – what we used to think of as Blizzard and what it is now, I think this might be a really good arrangement. And none of this should change if Microsoft's acquisition goes through. This all continues the way it goes. So, I mean, but you know what happens, right? What? If the next World of Warcraft expansion is, like, really good. Yeah. Then, you know, Metzen becomes Jesus of video games for sure. Yeah, that'll lock you know? it in, right? So, not to put any pressure in case he's listening. Maybe that's not a nice thing to say. It'll be Brent. It'll be. Full. But you know, like if it's really good, I'm thinking positive. You know, like I've been rooting for. I don't know. I've been rooting. Uh, has really great IPs. I want really great games. As much as we all had a, you know, we were in our feelings about what's been going on there. I, I want to see them have wins. I want to. I enjoy their games. I'd like to just be thinking about playing Diablo and even be massively tempted to play world of warcraft again yeah. i think at some point so. did you see and what i did with starcraft diablo? did you see what i did with diablo this week i don't know if you watched or saw did you I, see what i, I did? heard the oh, diablo, diablo show, show. yeah yeah i'm doing it i'm doing it on mondays it's still going to be kind of what it was a, a solo show and i do it as long as there's content to talk about there's a lot to talk about right now so i'm going to do it again i was going through old episodes and i found all this stuff john used to send me and there's so much uh -huh. good stuff in there oh my gosh so good. I don't I mean, remember what half of it is. I only remember the the big one at the end for the finale. That's yeah, the that was amazing. But you would call in as Deckard Kane all the time. Yeah, and they were all gold, and I loved it. Um, I, I found the episode where Dead Mouse called in. I found the one where, uh, like you said, the one where you and uh, Deckard himself. What I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, uh, dude, what um, does Deckard's voice? I can't I think of his can't name. Think of his name. Uh, Peter von like Potato Cheese. Gold, Gordon Ramsay. I think it starts with a G. I can't remember it. I, I can't. I can't remember his name. I can't for, freaking. But remember anyway, either. yes, he was very cool. So it's back. Awesome. If you want to get more Diablo content, frogpants.com/slash/diablo. It's there now. All right, let's do one of these. It's the Patreon message 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 of the week. Message message. Would you message. like to hear a message? Uh, we we got a message from Jack the Knife on Patreon who says this. Ugh. It seems 
it seems like I don't think it means Jack the Knife, like the way you're thinking, Bo. Like I'm not gonna say any more words <laughs> on the subject. <laughs> you all know where my head went, and I'm gonna com- comment no further. Yes, go there if you like. Pretty self-explanatory, and if it wasn't, you didn't need to know, anyways. It's not important. Uh, so he says this. It seems like every comment thread on any new Overwatch Two cosmetic is riddled with anger and hate, calling Blizzard greedy and ridiculous, or ridiculing anybody who would be okay spending their own money on cosmetics. Yet many games seem to be doing this exact thing without so much as a peep from fans. Is this because the game used to be monetized differently or uh, you could have gotten them through paying for free, playing for free rather, or is it just more Blizzard bad internet point fishing? I tend to think it's the latter, says Jack. Uh, Jack, I think it is, people hold them to a standard that they forget others aren't living up to and they don't seem to care. I mean, you basically described the problem in the, in the question. Because this 100% happens. I'm playing Overwatch Season 2 right now. Got the new character or the new uh, tank. How did I get him? I paid 10 bucks for the season. Uh, do I love that? No. But do I have to do this everywhere else for any other game as a service? Hell to the yes, I have to. So I, I've come to a place where I think it's mostly fishing for, you know, I can't believe Blizzard did this. This isn't like the Blizzard I remember. Like all that stuff. I think people make they get hits off that. It's a it's a business. Bo, you talk they, about this they, all the time. They have them as a different standard. That that's that simple. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's a keyword thing too. Like, you know, because these YouTube channels that are making content for you. Well, I mean, you know, they're looking up keywords, right? Like, what's hot? What's popping? They're they're going to present this situation to you like it's something that they're just genuinely enthused to. And they, I happened upon this video video game, Cyberpunk. It was terrible. But realistically, before that video gets made, the keywords are being looked at and the sentiments being taken mm. on social media and the video comes out biased in a way that's confirming to the majority. Yeah. And then that's how they get successful. And Blizzard, I mean, even back in the original World of Warcraft days, I could not believe the amount of people that were just so shitty to that company. Like the top 10 Blizzard post forums are always like, this company sucks, do this, you know, fix Red Paladins, whatever it was. It was, there was, Blizzard just has this like, it's like, Blizzard's like Linus from the Peanuts. Mm. Like Linus is a great kid, but he's got a dirt cloud around him. And I just feel like there's a dirt cloud Wait, that that's, follows that that's, company around. That's and it's not because Blizzard doesn't wash, although you might be able to stretch that analogy further with what's happened lately. They definitely needed a bath. But before you we know. get emails, though, that's Pigpen you're talking about, not Linus. Linus is fine. He's oh, fine. you're right. You're absolutely right. Linus Pigpen. is just the one who has a blanket. He's just a nerd. You're totally right. Yeah, I, yeah. I messed up. Yeah, yeah. But Pigpen, you know, like he, they've got this cloud of people that are just forever be there and they earn money from it. And when they're on their videos, they're like, I'm just saying what I feel like. I'm an independent creator. I, I'm just, t-. but they've gone to keyword land to search for what, <laughs> what's going to get the clicks first. Yeah. And, you know, they probably are aware, they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on and the zeitgeist of whatever you want to call gaming problems. So anyways. I think um, we have valid concerns. Like but John bought them up last week about Diablo 4's, uh, sort of long game and how their battle pass works and how the cool cosmetics are going to end up in your hands or not. And I think those are t- absolutely valid questions and criticisms leading into that. And we'll see how it goes, but it's not like we don't have those. We certainly do, yeah. but I think a lot of people, it pays it. If you have a YouTube channel that's popular, 
not all of them. Okay, I'm not going to blanket everybody. But if you got a popular channel and most of the hits you get are your bigger hits, your performance on YouTube comes from when you're railing against Blizzard decisions, you'll keep doing that because it makes money. It's the same reason that even reputable news sources have the same kind of shitty headlines all the time that bait people into going there because they work. If it didn't work, they wouldn't do it. So like, well, the, the issue, the issue I find maddening is I'm getting called out by Tezzeret Dynamite, dismissing all the criticism. I'm dismissing it because on the one hand, we're going to rail all day against Diablo Mortal, but then we're going to give him $2 million a week. And then on the other hand, we go to Epic Game Store and get games for free. <laughs> you know, like it's so all that free money you're not giving to a creator of like probably an indie game, but many people are spending on Snap and Diablo Immortal for bullshit. And I, I'm just, I think I'm fatigued. I'm definitely have, I, I'm fatigued of being mad about it. Uh, you know, it's, a, I'm like, I can be mad. We do a show about gaming, mad every week. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I, I it's weird. Yeah. I don't understand the forces at play really hmm. um because all the valid criticism in the world doesn't prevent these shitty practices from being rewarded and at the same time um valid criticism results in a lot of yeah 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 for sure for sure but then we all go off and like you know i have been trying to resist the allure of marvel snap for weeks now mm-hmm. and i like that game but i hate that game it takes so long to get new cards and it's frustrating right and but you know Mar- Midnight Suns, which is a great box game, mm-hmm. uh, got me to buy a skin. I spent an extra three dollars in that game. Nice. What'd I you get? Just wanted a different look of Captain Marvel. Yeah. What I don't sh- dig short hair Captain Marvel. I like long hair. That was the only reason. It was the stupidest reason <laughs> in the known universe to l- spend four dollars. But not just- since Bo buying panties uh, have I been more surprised by a purchase that yeah. he decided to announce. Yeah, this is. A, this I just is- I liked long hair Marvel, and I was like, "What am I doing?" You know, like I already spent eighty on the game, and it's like I don't understand. But you know, like I'll balk at a free game on Epic. Like oh, I don't want that game. I'm not even I know we're weird. Game. It's a weird mentality, it's, and I get it, it. It's weird. So it's like I'm just like uh, it's not pit. I'm just like I'm just sick of being a champion for this shit. Nothing's <laughs> gonna happen for it or whatever. Like mm. you know, I'm just like spend all your money, fools. Like fine, mm. like go for it. And so like that's why Diablo Four is coming, and it's gonna be full of transactions, and I'll be like. Effort, like I, I just like my life short. I don't only have so much time to be mad about this shit. So, well, I think Tezzeret yeah. Dynamite in the chat, who who has you know saying that we're dismissing this or whatever, he also kind of summed it up. He says people are the maddest about the things they're most passionate about. I see that angry criticism as, as born out of love of the games. That's what we're saying. Blizzard's held to a different standard, partly or maybe almost entirely, because their adherence to quality is the best the industry has ever seen. Maybe. Like that is the level we hold them at. We see right, them as the most polished. Because we expect polished, better most, out of them. Yeah. Therefore, they should be better than the practices of everybody else. I do think that there's one thing we're overlooking, or at least we sidestepped to uh, to the point of the question, though. This person wasn't saying like, hey, you know, YouTube creators are really railing on Blizzard. These are commenters. And while I think everything Bo said is valid, um, I, I think that there is a point to be said about the hive mind mentality of let's pile on, uh, let's pile on the company. And cause we're talking about commenters on forums. We're not talking about commenters I think one feeds who are into making, the other. 
Yeah, they, one they do. The other. Like whether it's just, somebody going mind, and watching a creator and hearing their opinion and then going on the forums and trolling it. Like yes, or the other does. way around, but, right? Or the mm-hmm. other way around. Sure, sure. The commenters I, first. A lot of people I, will I'm say. I'm sure there are people out there, but I think more people go and listen to their favorite YouTuber podcaster and then go on the forums and repeat the argument that they heard. You know, somebody say and go, yeah, they made a good point. I'm going to go to the forums and I'm going to repeat that point like it's my idea yeah. and uh, get the internet points for it that does happen um, i think it happens the other way usually but usually how that translates is like let's say something well, happened it's, it's and, an ongoing culture like once you learn the things to do in your cultural circle you don't need to watch the video anymore you, well right i can guess what my favorite streamer is going to say or i'm part of this group that doesn't like microtransactions so you already know what to do don't right but the host will see like a string of tweets and say wow we got to bring this up a whole bunch of people tweeted today it's like those articles where somehow tweets are news I freaking hate that. So that's the direction I don't like. Um, but I also understand the other direction where a host of something will say a thing and people at home are going, yeah, yeah, I think I agree. And then they go and take it elsewhere. Sometimes that's positive. Sometimes, you know, you're spreading goodness and truth around, I suppose. I think the problem is that it usually doesn't hold water because you're just repeating what somebody else said. And then as soon as you get asked <laughs> yeah. to support it, yeah. you're like, oh, but wait a minute. It wasn't my original idea. I think, you know, we talked about, like you said, we talked about this last week, and this is kind of where I'm at. Um, You know if something's good or bad. Like, it's not hard to tell. If I play Diablo 4, and I look at the battle pass, and I see the things are in there, and I compare it to what's in the game, I know if it's a good, if I'm being taken advantage of or not. Um, It's not hard to, to tell. And when I look at Marvel Snap, I open it up, and they go, hey... Here's a real good deal for the end of the year. Give us $100. I know whether or not that's taking advantage of me or not. Like, I know. Regardless of whether I do it, I know when somebody's trying to take advantage of me. And it is, you know, this is a separate discussion from is it predatory. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, quality of a product. Right. Is Marvel Snap a worse game because that $100 you know, holiday special item is in there. No, Jesus, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a worse game. You can buy midnight suns or spend it on stupid points to make the borders of your cards better. That's right. Like I kind of regret being as compliment. I I still like snap. I give credit where it's due for being a good game. But now that I'm in pool three, like all I have, I have a deck full of shiny infinite cards and they look great. And my, the biggest problem I have in life is trying not to spend $139 for a bunch of credits to make more of my cards shiny. <laughs> when I could, like, buy the Callisto Protocol or something. You yeah, know, like, yeah. it's it's or just pay somebody for their game I got free on Epic to be like, thanks for giving me that game for free. Now I want to give you 20 bucks just because. Yeah. Just thank you. I played it and it was free. Sure. The the yeah. problem is is everybody's looking for like a definitive answer on this. It's like no, we need yeah. to find out right now. Is Blizzard bad or are they good? And it's like you know what? No, it's complicated. Is yeah, the answer? <laughs> and it, it turns out that you need to just form your own judgment on that. If the idea of a battle pass in Diablo Four pisses you off, then don't play Diablo Four. It's that simple. And don't go on about like, well, they never did it before. Well, it's doing it now. Yeah. Like this is just, this is where we're yeah. at. You either are on board or you're not. It is a game that is going to be an ongoing game as a service game. This is how they're funding it, and you are either on board with that or you're not. It's that simple, and it really is that simple. Yeah. And if you're not on board with it, 
likely their pocket they'll be rich and hit their targets anyways like wishing uh what do they call that when you wish poorly for others like whatever that oh, is schadenfreude, schadenfreude no schadenfreude's pleasure in others demise but just wishing like <laughs> oh i'm not gonna buy this product and i hope the company goes out of business God. i'm over here going schadenfreude no, like Sean, that's right. Schadenfreude. No, no, no. I know, that's... but I just sound like an idiot. But that's fine. I don't mind. Okay. I don't well, mind. But like, you know, going there and you know having any thought like Diablo Mortal is so stupid. I hope it fails, and then seeing it succeed. You know, like Diablo is going to be just fine. The company's going to. I'm sure it's going to be a hit, no matter how much crunch and other bullshit that we're going to hear leading up to Diablo, which there have been articles about mm-hmm. crunch again. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. The fact remains that it's probably going to be a decent game and it's going to sell. And like I think I agree with John. You're just going to have to pick your poison because Path of Exile, it's not as egregious as what Blizzard's going to have. But I checked. They have a battle pass or a season pass. So, you know, if, if you're just like, eh, Blizzard's terrible. I like my this company. Don't buy Tencent. And it's like they got a subscription and all the same shit and cosmetics. Yeah. I think Overwatch... Although this is nothing new. Blizzard has always been at a premium price point. Yeah. Like like I said, I go to Walmart and it's a 10-year-old ass game and I still got to pay full price at Walmart. Like, what the hell is that? Meanwhile, Space Quest is $2 like it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, like it's always been it's always been a Blizzard thing that it's costs a premium. So it's not a shocker to me that Overwatch uh, stuff costs a premium. And it's not going to be a shock that Diablo is going to cost a premium. That's Blizzard. You know, you're just self-reporting that you don't have a lot of passive income, and that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And also <laughs> you don't want to be angry about it and say the, the company's the devil just because you're unhappy. You don't have as much disposable income as you'd like to have. Here's my here's my um, pay arrangement with Blizzard right now on Overwatch. I pay $10 a season for a new character. That's literally how I look at it. Because the, the, the pass is there for progression. I kind of like the feeling of unlocking things. Some of those skins are cool. Some I don't care about. And a bunch of the other unlocks are kind of, eh, whatever, they're fine. Just filler. But what I'm actually paying for is Ramatra or before that uh, healer lady who throws cards at people. I forgot her name. Uh, Kiriko. Is that it? No, that's the girl on yeah, the boys. Kiriko is the, is Kiriko? the new hero. I got, I got no idea. Anyway, uh, they, they, that's what I spent my 10 bucks season one for. And I spent 10 more on, on that dude. And that's how I look at it. Now, a lot of people, the complaint isn't about that as much as it is. The store stuff is ridiculous. Like a skin for 25 bucks. I agree it is. I ain't paying it. I'm not going to do it, but I'm not, I just, I'm having fun and I don't need to look at, I don't need to look at myself. I don't even look at myself. That's the other thing. <laughs> There's a whole other issue. Like looking, looking <laughs> at yourself. First person game. I see myself in the menu, but that's it. It's just a gun for the rest of the time. So those oh, golden I guns, I get that the you golden really guns. really be buying skins for other people. Yes, skins for other people. appreciate them. Let me maybe, dress up everybody I see. Maybe, John, maybe, that's maybe it. Maybe feel differently if you got to play the game a little more often. Well, that's true. That's I mean, one, like, but, that's, that, but that's what it is. Like, and, and I heal too much. It's so funny because people are like, yeah. well, is it a good battle pass <laughs> or a, ba- a bad battle pass? You know, and it's like we already know that these things aren't one for one. Like, because there will be people who go, I don't like battle passes at all. And then later in a, in a conversation, you'll hear him say, well, you know, sometimes there's a bad battle pass. Sometimes there's a good, like these things exist on, on a spectrum. You just judge it on it. Guess what? I bought, um, I bought my kids Fortnite battle passes for the last one. Yeah. I didn't have to buy it again because I taught them an important lesson about saving and I made them save the currency they unlocked going through that battle pass to buy the new battle pass. I did a one-time purchase. 
and it's carried on for months and months of joy. It was a good deal, and I feel really good about it. I feel very positive about this decision. Oh, you can you can rebuy a battle pass with in-game currency. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as a part of the Fortnite battle pass, there is enough currency that you unlock over the course of the battle pass to pay for the next battle pass, and then some. Yeah, most people use it to buy skins and stuff. But yeah, it's a pretty good value. Not every game does that. Like. Fortnite I don't have stuff. that willpower. They did better than me. I had to buy my battle pass again because I spent all that currency on other stuff. Right. So but when I'm running around like the Terminator, I feel real cool. It's, so it's, it's you like know, wow, it's and, isn't it? It's like wow, and they're well, and before that, ESO or not ESO, um, uh, Eve Online did this where they introduced a system where you could buy your monthly subscription with in-game currency if you had enough of it, and the gold selling stuff you do in WoW now is very similar to that. I like when games do that. I think that's cool. I'd love it if I could do this, accumulate points and hold on to those to pay for the next month's pass or the next season's pass in Overwatch. That'd be great. But they don't have that implemented at the moment. But John's right. It's on a spectrum. You got to make judgment calls along the spectrum. And just remember in first person shooters, like you're not going to see that shit most of the time. So it's cool if you unlock it. And if you have it, great. But you really just not gonna see, you're just gonna see a gun with something some doodle hanging off of it, and you're like, ah, that's that's right. I'm wearing a Christmas skin. I can't see it, but you all can. Eh, who cares? Save your money. That's what I'm getting at there. All right. Uh, thank you for for the question, Jack the Knife. Also, people question. do not jack the knife. All right. All right. Don't don't do it. Let's get on At to. Least, uh, no, never mind. Because <laughs> the knife <laughs> likes it and. You and you won't dirty. Yeah, you're it's not gonna like it. A pig. Yeah, you just want to make sure you hold the knife by the handle. Oh, what if you held it? Oh, so blade, not blade up, blade down. <laughs> blade. Boy, I'm hand. sure glad that someone somewhere is gonna be like, man, I'm really glad I listened to Core this week. Yeah. I found out the right way to jack a knife. Jack a knife. Yeah, that's yeah. what we teach you here on the show. <laughs> That music means it's time to talk about the games we played this week, and we'll start with some shared games. Um, I'm still embarrassed that I have it on a hard drive and haven't started it yet. I don't. I haven't mm-hmm. played Midnight or sorry, sorry, Marvel Midnight Suns, not Midnight Marvel Suns. Um, <laughs> I want to. I actually, it actually doesn't help me to hear you say it's Slay the Spire. It's a it's Marvel Slay the Spire. That's kind of what you're saying it's, to me. It's Mar. It's Marvel. The accurate comparison is Gordian Quest. You have three in Gordian okay. Quest. You got three dudes. You fight an army. You move around, position tactically, play cards, build up your class. There are way more cards and items in Gordian Quest. Gordian Quest leans a little more on the Diablo Path of Exile side of things, but Midnight Suns leans more on the XCOM, you know, side of th- where you're back at base and develop, and a little bit of visual novel RPG thrown in there. I, but now that like all the talking's kind of out of the way i'm just playing side missions i don't even care about moving the story for i'm just like leveling up my dudes smacking superheroes smacking people into air conditioners and hvac machines and taking poles and smashing them over people's heads yeah like you it's do. uh it's fun i'm opening up portals and tossing people into portals you know i'm zipping around a spider-man yeah it's fun yeah. I, I like i with it, it takes no effort i get home what do i want to do I want to play some more of that Midnight Suns. Give me a bit of some yeah. of that Midnight Suns. And then I stay up too late, just one more gaming it. Um, so it's a good, so what you're saying is even it, though like, that's a simple it, comparison. It's like Slay the Spire. It's, just, it's not a roguelike. It's more, it's, an, it's a full 70 hour RPG. Yeah. 
you know, it, that takes its time. And it, the production values are great. I like the Spidey Sense one. Like, there's some sweet animations where, like, it, you know, he just goes full, like, comic book all of a sudden after I play a card. There's no card game that's as rich and in its theme than this game. How it close? feels like superheroes. Like, you know, I, I'm not trying to hide under cover or do, like, right. weird magic tricks. I'm just smacking the shit out of bad guys. So are you how it's far fun. into this 70-hour experience do you think you are? I just started part two, and I just got Wolverine, so I'm one-third of the way. Oh, that's, that's my guess. a lot left. There's okay. still like more more heroes to unlock, and uh, I've like probably over leveled, but I'm I'm playing on ultimate one now. Like I just keep increasing the difficulty as the stuff when it tells me to, um, and then I just keep trying to power up. So you know, it's fun. All right. Are you still skipping a lot of dialogue and junk, or are you hanging on to story, or how are you doing? No, I, it's been a mix. It depends on what it is. Like, if we're going fishing, I'm like, okay, you know, I don't need to listen, hear the full voice line. Mm-hmm. But if there's a main mission, or, you know, it's like maybe like a, an actual uh, haven or deep conversation, I might listen. Okay. And I'm all done with Agatha's bullshit. I've discovered <laughs> most of the shit on the island. So that's done. Okay. That's so her new show. That was on, a uh, bit Disney of a chore. Plus, Disney Plus show coming up called Agatha's Bullshit. I can't wait. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be great. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Sign up. Um, now. I found that stuff fun, but that was, I yeah, saved the yeah. Agatha, like, you know, we called it the Mortal Kombat Crypt stuff. I did all that stuff when I was enjoying more what was on my second screen than doing what I was doing in the game. I definitely had phases. If I was really engaged in the game, I was doing side missions. If I was really engaged in what I was watching or playing on the side, then I was running around the island opening chests and stuff. But gotcha. um, this game is is so good. Like, it just keeps getting better. I feel like I've been playing it forever, and I'm still, mm-hmm. like, I just got a new character. Um, and Scarlet Witch? Who's next? I don't mind spoilers on the characters. It is Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh, I found out she's not the end. I thought she would be because it <laughs> evens out the row, but... There's one other one, eh? And I know, I know who it is. I spoil. You probably guess who it is, but uh, you know, like the characters are really cool. It's amazing how it feels like there's only so many like attributes that a card can have. Like it can have knockback or forceful knockback, or you know, like there's only so many of those, and yet they still find a way to make like through the kit of cards and like the bonuses they get, the characters feel different. So like I was I was watching Bo play the other day and I came in and I was like, hey, here's here's what I think is the best team. And Bo likes a different team entirely. And it's all down to like play styles and stuff like it's it's neat that they have that level of diversity across what is already a pretty big roster. Like Mm -hmm. I really like running with uh, Hunter, Spider-Man, probably doesn't surprise anybody and uh, Wolverine. I think that combo is fantastic. Um, Although I still think Nico might be. The secret best character in the game. Really, every yeah. mission I have ever taken Nico on, I have done just fine. Let me ask you. It's if never, any, it's never been a problem. Let me ask you if any of these obscure characters have made an appearance. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. Kazar. No. Kazar. No. Okay. No. How about Madcap? No. 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 Uh, how about Jack Monroe? No. Jack and Monroe. No. Jack. Jack and Monroe. Jack and Knife Monroe. Wendell Vaughn. No. Uh, Quay, no. Well, that's Quasar. So Quasar, no Quasar. No Quasar. Uh, how about, um, let's see, Demolition Man? 
Nope. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no, it's just a wrestler guy. In the guy. future where all the <clears throat> restaurants are talking about. This isn't really that. I mean, I would say this works better for Marvel Snap. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. There they yeah. go. There they go deep. <clears throat> this is really a more focused story. Like, there's only so many characters that they are actually, like, actively including in the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're... And it kind of does the same thing that I was somewhat critical of uh, the Marvel Avengers game of doing, although even this game has a wider diversity than what Marvel Avengers did, which is there are only so many bosses that you face, yeah. and they it's almost kind of like the Nemesis system a little bit. They can randomly show up on missions, so you can take an easy mission and be like, oh yeah, this will be a cakewalk, we'll get some credits, whatever, this will be fine. And when reinforcements come in, instead of the usual, like, one-shot, instant-down troopers, Venom shows up. Mm. And you're like, oh, shit. I've got to deal with Venom on top oh, of Oh, I know. I yeah, I, I hate I hate when a supervillain, you're doing a side mission, it's, like, casual, McCasual, and then a supervillain shows up and just <laughs> makes it last, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fun, though. I like it. You never know when it's going to happen. Is that just side um, mission stuff that can happen? Like suddenly, yeah. In side yeah. mission, suddenly the villain shows up to shit on your day, and you're like almost dead, but you're gonna get the mission done. It's like surprise, it's Sabretooth, and you're like, oh man. But it also makes for a neat, like it's a smart mechanic because it adds this. Because uh, when you get narratively to a point where the supervillain isn't going to show up anymore, um, it kind of is satisfying. You, instead of it just being like, oh, whatever you've kind of unlocked something for the game. You're like, well, now I never have to worry about fighting Venom ever again, you know, or, you know, I don't have to worry about Sabretooth, although I don't know if that happens. Sabretooth's still around in my playthrough. But um, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of interesting the way it works that way because uh, it, it made defeating Venom feel like an achievement instead of just like a metric of, oh, I got through the um, I got through the story mission. I did it. Yeah. Like now, there's actually something. I don't have to fight Venom anymore. Like that felt cool. And, I'm sure he's uh, going to be back. I mean, I haven't made it to the end, but Venom's <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Isn't he confirmed as a DLC character though? So maybe oh, that's maybe true. he turns up. Yeah. Maybe we're going to recruit him. Like mm. he's confirmed as a DLC. I, mean, I, I hope the... that there's actual campaign DLC too, new enemies and zones and stuff. Oh, I bet yeah. they will. Right? I mean, they they have a history uh, of that. Season pass. It sounds like it's going to have four entries in it. I just. You know, this is a Firaxis game, right? So the XCOM X-Pack is what made it, you know, XCOM 2 really shine, right? So I'm kind of hoping there's some love along that line for this because this is a really good base. But the one, it's like, uh, you know, it's like having ice cream cake. You eat ice cream cake, you feel sick, but you could totally have another slice of ice cream cake. (laughs) I'm like, I just want more. I just want to cover my face in Midnight Suns. I'm like, I like this game a lot. This is It's easy to pick up. I have... The misgivings I expressed last week, it's just because it's an RPG and it pulls the RPG bullshit of talking to you a whole bunch, you know? And I think if it were a lesser game, I might have refunded it like a refunded Pathfinder, Path of the Righteous, Mm because that was nonsense. Like, you know, like RPGs, you can't take that long to settle in. I'm sorry. I know they're talky games, but man, anyways, um, the combat's just fun. It's visceral. Like, I like Captain Marvel because... You go binary, and the animation on her lighting up is so crazy. And when she punches people, it feels like she's... Like, it's a comic book thing, so the guy just falls to the ground. But it feels like she punches so hard, the head should just fly right off. Like, she punches harder than Doom Guy. Like, you know, it's, it's... 
it's fun and her laser blasts are like just epic like mm-hmm. and um what's the there's another one i really like too i think uh the doctor strange effects are really awesome that's actually one of the things i like about this game is it gives it that um l- latest gen latest gen treatment for heroes you don't see games of like there's always going to be a spider-man game but how many games where you get to play blade I'm right. like, Blade's a badass. I'd play a Blade video game. And like Captain Mar like, is there ever gonna be a Captain Marvel like game to the level of a Batman or Spider-Man game? Probably you know, not. like no. Yeah, so not. you're kind of getting that from this and you're like, it's cool. You know, so there and even Stephen Strange, the um the uh animations on him are, are awesome. I like when he, he moves around like a um what do they call those Protoss units again? Templar? Templar. Like yeah. you know, you know, in the in the cinematic for uh the third Stark third starcraft release starcraft 2 release they kind of like go and they move around they float and they have echoes yeah. he moves like that when he he sort of gets up in that cross shape and he goes and he just he moves across the battlefield in a really sick way and i'm like i love moving him around that's and great you're you're right that spider-man's great so john taught me an important part of the game too is that you don't just play with cards you actually get some free actions like shove and I didn't know that I played so far into the game without knowing that the whole deal with Spider-Man is that he can cash in moves to get a bunch of free shoves to just, you know, he's Spider-Man. He kicks people into his webs and off buildings and stuff. And, and right. he became a lot more fun. So I thank you for showing me that, John. Yeah, the did, shove is really know. valuable. I was watching Bo play and I was just like, why don't you just shove that guy? He can get rid of two enemies right now with a shove. And he just skipped. I was like, I immediately got in chat and backseat gamed. I was like, Bo, I, I, let me tell you about the shove. I got to tell you about the shove, man. You I'm glad you people. did. I did not know about the free shove. I thought I had to always spend heroism. Because that's the other thing, too. You can, Instead of spending cards, you can just cash in your heroism to vault off of objects in the map or throw explosives at people or, you know, and it's well done when you do it with magic, she opens up a portal and drops the object on someone. When you do it with Spider-Man, he swips out the webs and whips it at somebody with the webs. Like each character does the same actions, but in their own special way. Like there's a lot of like, like tender love and care in the art department to make everything feel unique that almost feels unnecessary but i'm glad they did it yeah like for example there's explosive barrels because it's a video game and so you think of a character like wolverine right how does he safely remote detonate an explosive barrel (laughs) and so what he does is he shoves his claws into the ground yanks up a rock and hucks it at the explosive (laughs) barrel and it's like that's just a bit of attention to detail they didn't necessarily need to do but it's 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 kind of lame looking but you're like well what else would he do he's got nothing to throw (laughs) it's awesome well, it's a it's good game. Such, so I need to fire it up, game. right? You're just saying, Scott, knock it off and play just, the effing thing. Just, just play, play it. Right and away. even the stuff I think you're probably not excited about, like the talky bits, like you can skip through the stuff you don't like, but there's some really good stuff in there. Like Blade starts a book club. Oh, my. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is going to sell me. <laughs> and it's yeah. so Book, book it's club's so pretty good. good. And emo kid. I like emo kids, too. There's, yeah, another, it, there's a bunch of clubs you can be a part of. One of them's called Emo Kids, and one of them's called Book Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, like, man. Blade is one of the best characters in it. I really love how well Blade is written. He's, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. Blade, uh, Blade's, like Blade. Blade's a standout. Spider-Man is okay. He's just He seems like typical Spider-Man, but Blade is great. And um, I kind of like the Tony Stark, Doctor Strange vibe. Like, 
it's it's more of a funny nutty strange it's not uh cool mr cool strange yeah and then tony because tony's doing the robert downer jr thing i think it just works a little better because because benedict cumberbatch is too cool like he's kind of a cool cool actor guy like robert right but if yeah. imagine if they got like like Walter Matthau to play Doctor Strange, and, and it's not quite that extreme, but you know, like they're just the irritation factor is better. It's like one of those, you know, middle aged man and old man kind of dynamics rather than two middle aged men, I guess. It's it's just genuinely funny at, at some points. Like there was one right after the mission where you recruit Wolverine, so he has not been with you very long at all. Mm. They have this big vote to make you the leader of the group, and one of the options, I don't know if this was different for you, Bo, because I don't know if how you went about this, but they like they make my character the leader of the group, right? And yeah. I give you give a big speech. And my speech was about how like they need to stop fighting with each other because there's a lot of infighting between the Midnight Suns and the Avengers. And my character's basically like, you're all making us weaker by bickering with ourselves. And Wolverine's like, hey, I just got here. And, she, and the <laughs> character goes, except Wolverine, because he just got here. And then Spider-Man goes, man, you're right. I need to try harder. And my character goes, except for Spider-Man 2, you're doing a great job. <laughs> she gives him positive reinforcement. Wow. Yeah, no, it's good. Are, it's you playing, so good. are you playing male hunter or female hunter? Uh, female hunter. Okay, so the male hunter is Matt Mercer, by the way. So if you also you like <laughs> listening to Matt, Matt Mercer, Mercer, Matt Mercer too. It's they brought a, yeah, him it's, in it's, to be Matt Mercer in mm, it, which is great. Like, He's got a great voice, yeah, but yeah. it is. But it, it is definitely is Matt Mercer all mm. the way. So that, that might be a benefit for some to listen to that man's voice. Oh, did you hear he's going to be the that new character in um, uh, the he's Minsk? In, yeah, the Baldur's um, Gate guy in Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. And so yeah, the usual controversies have arisen. I don't want to wade into it, but uh, oh, great. Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be a great game. This isn't going to rain on my parade. No, not at all. It should rain on anyone else's. It shouldn't rain Just because the original else. voice actor, he's still voice acting. Why didn't they get him? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think I don't even think I'm going to play with Mince. I, I want to make as many of my own original characters. I want the vampire guy in my party. Yeah. And all the vampires' food. That's <laughs> I'm really only interested <laughs> in the vampire. And the little I've played, you can get a... Um, Oh shit! What are they called again? It's not a mind flare, an intellect devourer. It's basically a brain with two little legs. Yeah, and I don't think it. I think it joins your party <laughs> like right at the jump of the game, because uh, spoilers for the first few minutes of the game. The game starts in hell on a mind flare ship. It's awesome. This game is going to be the best thing that ever happened to CRPG type video games ever. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so there you go, Marvel uh, Midnight Sun still a threat. I need to play it. Play it. Yeah, let's wade through the, the through the mud over to something dumb I did. All right, so I've been unreasonably excited about the Witcher patch, the Witcher Three next gen patch, which brings <laughs> PC a bunch of PC console stuff to bear, like on PC anyway, full uh, uh, RTX support for all kinds of ray tracing effects in the game, uh, reflective stuff, water stuff, character stuff. 4K textures. Um, you can pet Roach now. So that's yeah. cool. You can pet him. I was kind of secretly hoping you were going to beat the game before the patch. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> and just time it really badly and it be too like, big. well. It's too big. Oops. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I beat it. Uh, now it, I got to play through it's it again. Very, it's actually very impressive. The number one thing I was looking forward to, though, was probably, uh, well, first of all, I wanted it to run much better on Series X, and it does. It looks uh, really great. 
Um, there's two modes we can turn on full ray tracing, but you get 30 frames or you can do performance mode and get up to 120, which is what I'm doing. And it looks better than it did and runs great. And I'm very happy with it. Uh, but my biggest excitement was cross save the way that they implemented it for cyberpunk. They were going to do here. I was all jazzed about that. Uh, fired it up, got it going. Remember I paid for the complete edition. I paid nine bucks on sale for the entirety of that $59 game. I got for 10 bucks. Uh-huh. on sale so there it is on the console ready to go i come over here i load the patch on here 54 gigabyte patch by the way because it's all these new textures and stuff so it's big uh pc do the patch i'm like all right now i'm synced between the two and sure enough cross save show the last thing i did on the console last thing i did on the pc i can choose what i want and play from wherever i want I fired it up on the pc sorry, you can't do this because you don't have the DLC on this computer and your console version does. So, sorry. And so I went, well, let's see. I guess I could go see how much this is. What is it, 10 bucks now or something? I go and look. No, it's like for just the DLC, the two big DLCs, to to bring it to current complete edition status, 49 additional dollars because it's not on sale anymore. Oh, man. What is this, Destiny 2? Had I gotten it on sale... When it was on sale on both platforms, I'd be set. But I forgot I didn't have the DLC on PC. And so it just was bad timing. So here's what I'm going to do. I didn't. I decided not to spend 49 bucks on DLC. I'm going to wait for the next sale, which spring sale, whenever it is. And I'll that'll drop down to 10 again, and I'll get the whole thing for 10 again, and then I'll be synced. But the whole point, not the whole point, but one of the big points was all this cross-saving stuff was going to be great. And now I can't. But you need the proper latest version. Yeah, you have to have you have to have the either. Well, if the if the console one had been the base game without the DLC, we'd be fine. But I was like seven bucks for the game by itself, or nine ninety nine for all the DLC. I'll just pay ten bucks. Well, there was my mistake. So anyway, The Witcher's still great is the bottom line, and it's uh, I love it. I see. It's not compatible with a different version. Yeah, it's different. It's a version mismatch thing, so it's annoying. Anyway, I'm loving that game, though. It's great. So I played a bunch of that. Um, I also today bought and played a game you may have heard of. World of Warcraft Dragonflight. Sound familiar? We're thing. getting back to the roots. I'll, I won't lie. What spawn? What I spawned? caved first. Scott caved second. We're coming for you, Bo. Coming for you, Bo. Um, what did I, I'll it? admit, I've thought about it. Have you? I've thought about well, it. Maybe you'll think more now. I haven't been thinking about it as much now that I'm playing Midnight Suns, but I'm sure I'll think about it again. <laughs> Me too, as it turns out, weirdly. I'm still on the first quest once you get to the Dragon Isles. I'm really excited about the money I spent on it. Well, okay, so I may I may be farther than you then, because I went a little further than that. Um, I didn't have much time, so I didn't you know, get super far. But I'm in it far enough to say this, and I'm trying to be... Um, I'm trying to be as non um, uh, sort of take all the emotion and all of the years of dedication out of my this relationship I have with this game and 15 years of playing it and all that. I'm trying to forget about all that for a minute and just look at it objectively, which can be tricky and hard. But maybe it was the big break I took or maybe it's just the dragon flight is actually a big step up from the previous expansions, but just tonally, I immediately liked what I was seeing better. Like I immediately mm-hmm. felt like I like this story better. I like these characters they're giving me. I like what Alex Strauss is saying. I like that the shit wizard is back, baby. The shit wizard is back. Wait, the shit wizard's back? Cadgar, babe. 
Babe, I called you babe. Uh, Cadgar is back in town. Uh, you know what? Scott's gone to Hollywood. <laughs> He's just calling everybody babe. I he showed up. You babe. He called me babe. I know, yeah, that's true. But he sh- earned your babe, John. <laughs> he showed up and no, I'm good. I didn't know he was in this. I didn't know he was coming back. I got so excited when I saw Cadgar. I freaking yeah, love what that happened? dumb character. The last time I saw Shit Wizard was Legion, I think. I think, I think it was Legion. A little bit into the carryover into BFA, but but yeah, okay. he was he's awesome and he's in it. Um, there's a ton more spoken stuff. It just looks really nice. That zone, like John, you said this last week, the zones are really nice. The new yeah. UI stuff, fantastic. Very yes. good. Took them way because too I long. I don't want to do ads, add-ons anymore. Ever. I never want to do them. Anymore. I don't want to do ads either, actually, yeah. Yeah. as a mechanic. But mostly what I was trying to say was I don't want to do add-ons anymore. Yeah. And uh, I'm just done with that whole scene and the UI I probably would not be playing this game. I mean, I haven't been, but I probably would not be willing to give this game another shot if they hadn't done the UI changes because being able to go in add-on free and feel like I can actually customize my experience base level is so huge and so nice. Yeah, when I went in, it says all your add-ons are disabled. It's my first load in after I hadn't played it for all this time. I'm like, of course, it's a new game. It's patches or, you know, I'd have to patch all these add-ons. So I just said disable them all. Then I got in the game and I'm like, I have a giant joined bag. I have all this other shit I'm used to getting from add-ons. And I had to go check my add-ons to make sure they weren't actually enabled. But I'm like, there's tooltips on these new things. Holy shit, they just stole some really great, not stole, they took ideas from some really great add-ons and just integrated them finally in a really meaningful package. And it's so much more dynamic. It's not based on pixels. It's based on... uh, uh, you know, vector imagery and stuff, which makes these things much more flexible and easy to move around, scale, that sort of thing. And it's pretty freaking great. And, it, and, you know, in some ways, someone will be annoyed with me saying this because other MMOs have have had better UI. And if I had only one complaint, it would be, why did it take you this long, Blizzard, to improve your freaking UI? This took you a long time. Other people were doing the work for him. I guess like- so. Like, it's kind of what it's got to be, right? Like, it's a problem. And that's not, that makes it sound like it's malicious. And they were like sitting around going, yeah. But like, it wasn't that. But like, why put assets into something that, you know, for a lot of people, um, you know, it's easy to say, like, a lot of people have their favorite add on for UI and they're just going to use that. So why? Why put assets into it? Yeah. You know, they kind they released the WoW voice chat. Uh, in like a very early patch, I think it might have even been in like vanilla, um, and it didn't get a lot of support and it didn't get a lot of attention. Why? Because like Discord and Vent and all of that became a thing and mm-hmm. became the standard. Like you just don't put resources into something that doesn't seem important. At, but I think that the lesson to take away from it here is that it is important. Yeah, especially like, in mass anyway. Like it's not just one or two tweaks. It's like an overhaul that was just needed. And if you like your old way of doing things, no problem. It'll let you do it. If you want to go customize the living hell out of it, you can do it. Uh, or you can go with the modern interface, which I think looks really nice. So I use that. Um it's good and oh, not not loading. The, the you know. thing we need your opinion on, yeah, is how do you like the flying? Okay, so I'm not far enough. I don't have my flying yet on GURP, which is what, who I I took my hunter. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't go start a dragon person yet. I'll do that at some point. Um, but I took GURP just to see how that was going to go. Like GURP's all dressed up in his Shadowlands bullshit, and 
his pets are these stupid fairy donkeys or whatever I had in the last expansion. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, let's go in there and let's see what's up. Let's see how they treat my venerable character I've had since vanilla. And the only th- complaint I have, everything looks fine, plays fine. And I, as far as I can tell the character, there, there wasn't a lot of resets on my stuff. Like even the talent tree is already filled out. Did you not dive out. into the talent tree? Not yet. I didn't have time. But my talent tree is already, all my stuff's done. So I guess I could just go change it when I get to a you city. You go in there and really, you know, get up in the, get up in there. Get up in the Reset meta. Reset it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Figure I'll do out that. what you, what you got to do. I was like, I want to get as much, I want to get into the game game as much as I can so that I can talk about it tonight. So I didn't mess with that so much. I will. See, that's where our difference is. So when people are like, John hasn't even finished the first quest on the Dragon Isles, what's wrong with him? I did make a dragon person and played through the dragon person area three times. Oh, wow. uh, That's always the choice, though, right? New, new, <laughs> new character, new race, right. new class, or expansion content. Then right. I ended up playing my old class, my rogue, and then I had to spend a ton of time doing my UI and making sure all my talents were right and testing the talents. So I have a decent amount of gameplay time. I just, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to go. John was setting the table. I was already eating. That's basically what the, the difference is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Do you guys think you're going to be... Yeah, well, we'll find out next week. Okay. I'll, well, need an so, update on, so, I'll need an update on Dragonflight because if you guys are playing enough... No, we, you're right. We need to starting, see... We're starting to raid or whatever, or do dungeons, and yeah. maybe I'll jump in. I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell you, Bo, I'm going to raid. I'm not going to do... <laughs> you're not going to... He's not going to raid. You're not gonna rate it's gonna dungeons? be it's gonna be a long time before I actually play through the level up content. I mean, yeah. I'm, t- I'm well, not your gonna family s- like has really drained your ability to to yeah. Well, to and, play games. and and I talked about <laughs> this love, in my review. I don't want to I don't want to put down WoW because none of my criticisms for the game are WoW's fault. Like WoW is what it is. Like, and this is a very good version of WoW. But I spent a lot of time wishing WoW was something else. Mm. And I have moved on and I have found other things that scratch oh, that yeah. itch. Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, I wasn't going to say it, Bo. I didn't want to turn it's it fine. into an ad. But I found other things that scratch that itch. And going back, while the WoW part is very good from what I've played, Dragon. the things that I thought were lacking are still lacking. Like yeah. I still, I still went back and went in and was like, I wish this had this. I wish this had yeah, this. And I wish Chris Messon's back at Blizzard now. <laughs> oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that on a show. Yeah, I heard it too. So, it sounds like just um, a, so, an hour ago. Yeah. So hour ago. I don't know. I do want to play through it. I don't even have my dragon riding. I want to customize my dragon. I want to fly. I will play it. I just don't think I'm going to be all in on it, if I had well, to guess. I don't know it yet either. I'm too early to say. But I did... It got its hooks in me again, and I and I was not fiddling with too much stuff. Okay, this is my only complaint. When I got in and got to my first questing zone and there were things to kill, I was burning stuff down with one shot, just tearing them apart um, with gear I had from whatever little raiding I did on the last expansion. That felt a little weird. I felt way OP in the new world. It's because they were baby dragons, Scott, and you should be... a shocked and horrified i agree but even the adult drake looking ones were one shotting <laughs> dead my pet couldn't even get to him quick enough um so i don't know i'm sure that evens out it always does right it, eventually i'm gonna find some gear that's like oh finally yeah. i found something better than that rating gear so i'm not that worried about it but i am used to a just a slightly higher challenge when i go to a new a brand new expansion zone than i'm getting here that being said though 
the the rotation of it of the experience it's impossible to take that out of me it's been in me so long you can't take it out and there was something really comfortable about it like just oh yeah right this is nice i like this game oh yeah right i like oh i just talked to a, a blood elf he's still saying the same dumb shit he said in the second expansion <laughs> and i love him for it you know the Sindor Eye, whatever he says. Like, you hear him say these things, yeah. and you're like, oh, that brings me back. Oh, that brings me back. You talk to a torn, and he goes, what brings you here? And I'm like, you did, you beautiful giant cow man. You did. Yeah, because that when, when I was thinking about maybe I'll play again, I wasn't thinking about the expansion content. I was like, I want to go hang out in Dunmoreau again. I need to go to Grizzly Hills and mm-hmm. hear the music. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the sweet spots, the Howling Fjord, you know, Wait, is it Howling Fjord? Which one's the cool one? I loved Howling Fjord. The uh, one Howling in Fjord's yeah, the tundra. Awesome. The, yeah. the tundra sucks. Yeah, the yeah. Fjord's Boring awesome. tundra is awful. <laughs> Boring Howling tundra Fjord is the way uh, to go. Boring tundra. <laughs> <laughs> Boring tundra. No, and like just um the I stone that's those Stone Talon Peaks. Whatever the giant peaks are with all the winter stuff, I love that area too. Stone Talon Peaks to the right of to the right of Ice Crown. Whatever that. Yeah, Stone Talon. I think. Uh no, that's, no Stone uh, Talons in Vanilla. What is it? Storm, Storm Peak. Peaks. Oh, yeah, Storm yeah. Peaks. Storm Town's I like one Storm in uh, Vanilla. Right, right, right. You know, uh, you got to do the customary visit through all the zones in Burn- Burning Legion. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about I, I haven't been in the game for a while. I just kind of want to go to. You can do all that now, and it's spot. scaled, so you can actually have a pretty good time in there and all that old it's content. Scale- oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So you can mm-hmm. go play, bring, make a new character, and just do it. It's fun. I mean, the one thing I will always say about that game is it has like the best music, like just so memorable. I can think about songs from any zone a decade later and not having played it and just still like picture the zone, the area, what I was thinking back then. Yeah. So it might be just even for the nostalgia, dip a toe in, play some Dragonflight, then go to, uh, you know, Booty Bay. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always said, and I still stand by this. There's never been a WoW expansion where I've played through the leveling up and have not had fun. I've felt that way about Shadowlands, which ultimately I didn't like. I felt that way about Warlords of Draenor, which ultimately I didn't like. But the leveling up content, I always had a great time with. So at the very least, it's going to be a fun ride for that. And. Uh, to me, at least, that's worth my that's worth my buy-in for it. It yeah. might not be for some, but for me, that was enough to justify it. Oh, and they also did an unannounced thing. Well, they've announced it, but they we didn't know about it before. They're uh, for the holiday between now and the second or third or fifth or something of the first of the year. Uh, they're gonna do. Uh, you can get free thirty days of game time if you if you buy the oh. game during that window. So I'm, I think that was as of yesterday or maybe even two days. So I'm playing a free thirty day. Thing. So the way I look at it is I paid, paid 49 for the expansion. I'm getting my first 15 bucks for a month free. I, you know, it just seems like a no brainer, but I will admit it would all came. It all came on because of this medicine news. I, I, I don't mind admitting it. I know there's others out there like me that were like, Ooh, that's got me in the mood somehow. And also hearing how much he's playing. We've been talking about that off air and he's really into it. He thinks they've killed it with this new thing. You might say, well, it's cause he's about to go back there and work and do stuff. Sure, but I think he really does like it. Oh, but he's not going to be that way on his own private conversation with you. No, he's not trying to impress me. Yeah, he genuinely <laughs> like. Like, I think it's. I think that's that's a. It doesn't matter what you think about it. If you think it's the worst thing in the world, if you're like enjoy the thing that you make yeah. or that your group makes, like that's 
that's the ideal scenario. Yeah, like, imagine that. Most people hate what they make. You know, they're sick even of in it. the in the game industry. There's probably people that work on you know Diablo Immortal that were not happy about it, or maybe that's too close to home. Maybe <laughs> topic of conversation. But there's probably people there that are like, I hate the monetization thing, but it's my job to implement it. So let's go. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Like, yeah. uh, you know, sure. and, but it's good if you like world of Warcraft is an aging product, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm always lamenting that, but it is good to see people still enjoying it. And I think bringing someone who loves the IP and the stories, you know, is a positive thing. And, you know, who knows what other stuff we're getting Warcraft, Arclight rumble, and we have Hearthstone. Who knows what other stuff might be down the pipeline for the for Warcraft? Will we get an arcane style anime in the Warcraft world? That would be awesome. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Hello. I mean, they were supposed Hello, to they were supposed Netflix. to get a Let's Diablo go. one, but maybe 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 it's still happening. Yeah. You know, maybe it's you know I I don't know. It's hard to say. And if they were smart, looking at Cyberpunk, they'd release Diablo four, and then a year later release that anime. <laughs> You know what I mean? It yeah. might be that it's done and it's just like it's going to be used as part of a hype strategy at some point down the line because, man, did Cyberpunk ever show us like the timing on a release like oh, yeah. that can... Huge. You know, wow. Like, I also it think really that helped th- bolster their comeback story. It now did. It built, it built a lot of goodwill. So now, now jump ahead to them just doing this Witcher thing for free. Unless you're a dummy like me and did it wrong, but it's free for everybody. Uh, and and it's being praised. Like people are like, this is legit upgrade. This is like a remastered version of The Witcher Three, and they just did it for for nothing. I feel like CD Projekt Reds is is a, on a bit of a a high note right now, which is good. They're on a win streak, and I think it's because we're used to the idea of game releases. Let's release the TV show and make all the hype happen. Yeah. But actually, it's kind of like blowing your load early, right? Like you should actually the game is hype enough. So when it goes through its half-life period and needs rejuvenation, that's when you release your arcane or your cyberpunk, like during a low point to bring people back to the thing as if you had a release. Mm -hmm. Because I'm their sale number, the cyberpunk sales numbers were like comparable to their launch numbers. I think they eventually exceeded it. Their their well concurrent players or something was higher or something like that. Yeah, no doubt. Right, made a lot of money during the afterglow of the arcane. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know, and so now I'm looking at him like, yeah, why would we, WoW has a history of releasing animatics like leading up to the expansion? Maybe in a new era of Blizzard, we see exciting Overwatch, Diablo, Warcraft, Starcraft things like in that realm of media tied in the at the half life stage of a product release. Yeah. Seems uh, nothing to do with seems to be a strategy life. that's working for some companies these sure. days. So. But Arcane alone, think about the interest that that garnered in the story and characters that nobody previously gave a crap about. In as a, as a lead up carrot, if you will, to an MMO which is currently being worked on. Worked on. Like that right, MMO that was always that was always what I said about the the Riot MMO. Was I was like, well, you know, I. <laughs> Like a lot of the people working on this, but who gives a shit about League of Legends lore? And they clearly saw that I was not the only person that felt that way. And they're like, let me show you why you should give a shit about League of Legends lore. And it worked. All yeah. of a sudden I was like, oh, I, this universe seems cool. I Characters seem cool. Like, you know, I think they're doing it right. They're, they're 
laying the foundation for what's to come. Maybe they saw a blip on the uh, big radar screen in their room and it said, oh, we got a problem in Arizona right here. Yep. He's not happy. <laughs> Man, yeah. if I show up as a blip whenever there's a problem with something I'm thinking, I'm a blip all the time. <laughs> I will say, like, although I enjoyed overall Arcane, I think the first three episodes are stronger than the rest. It starts to turn into a cartoon toy show, toy commercial. Mm. Maybe like it's still high quality. And I liked it all the way first, through, but I, I think the, I can see that. The first three episodes, you know, it just felt like Goonie, like some weird version of the Goonie. Like it, it's like the best Marvel movies don't f- they have that theme or that thing that doesn't feel like we're doing the Spider-Man right. origin story or some trope. Right. That's what I mean is like the first three episodes, I think were really inspired. It was just a story about rebellion and mm. the undercity. Yeah. And now she is like, well, here's Caitlin. Caitlin has a sniper rifle, so let's never see her without a sniper rifle ever again, because mm-hmm. that's what because that's her hero profile, you know. And it's like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I like the whole <laughs> thing, but I won't. I won't deny the first few episodes were probably they hooked me, and then the rest I was happy to consume. But I, I guess if I look back on it, they weren't like the animation was still stellar and it was yeah. still good. It's like it just it went from a ten to like a nine for me, you know. And I'm like, if it keeps up. I'm, I just want more of what the first three episodes had than what the latter six is, I guess is what I would say. So, well, there you have it. Uh, excellent news, everyone. Let's move on to a quick mention of overwatch season two. I like Ramatra a lot. The new hero, uh, he's a big old tank. He is got the best ultimate in the history of the game. That doesn't look much from your perspective, but when other people see you coming with that ultimate going scary as hell, his ultimate. It's like a giant. What are those balls called where you touch the outsides and electricity comes out and touches Testicles. your fingers? Testicles. <laughs> oh, you're talking about a um, Tesla ball. Uh, Is it close to testicles? T- something ball. I got one over there. The one where you touch it and all the, uh, the electricity comes out. It's and goes your hair stand on your Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. thing. Whatever I, that's. I know there's a word for it. I can't think of it in chat room. It might, be a t- it might be Tesla balls. Uh, Elon balls. Elon balls. That's it. Uh, coil. No. Tesla coil. That's what it is. Tesla uh, coil. coil. So it's going. Well, anyway, <laughs> we got the ball wrong. Not the Tesla part. He has his ultimate is basically that, but in this giant way where he he basically overloads. I forgot the name of the ultimate, but he just everything he touches in a giant radius, big purple radius, just melting people. So you just got to get the mm. f out of there. And from his perspective, it doesn't look like much. It just kind of looks like you're shooting off little rays or whatever. But from from the third person, he is a freak. Did anyway. you say anything cool? Like, yeah, I don't remember though. It's like, rebel. I'll melt your flesh. He's like, oh, the robots are cool, and so we got to rebel or something. It's something like that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> robots are cool. <laughs> robots are cool. Look out. Tesla Sphere, that's what it's called. Anyway, he's rad. I like him a lot. He was totally worth the 10 bucks for, for to get him to start the battle pass. And I've been playing with my uh, son in law, my nephews, and having a ball. So, what's the top skin? Um, he's got, well, I don't know. Oh, this time around, it's, uh, the Zeus yeah, one. So, Cause I got the level 80 Genji. Did you max your battle pass? Out I, I, I shorted it by about 10 levels. I was pissed at myself. Uh, yeah. I hate bad. that. Cause you know, what's cool about that is it's actually three skins in one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can change it's kind it. Of neat. You can change a whole bunch of features on it. But, it's a good um, thing. Yeah, what's I, the new one? Well, it's a good thing I don't like playing him because that didn't make me too sad. Um, it was uh, it's Junker Queen's Zeus uh, skin. Oh, and wow. it has all kinds of crazy shit going. Oh, on I see it. it here. She looks like Frozen. Yeah, she looks awesome. She looks really good in it. Wait, is that is that the right one? I don't know. She's like. Oh no, that's that's um, 
Brigitte. Oh, Never Brigitte. Wrong character. Yeah, Brigitte yeah. has a frozen. That looks pretty dope. Yeah, there's some pretty good skins this time around. The stuff in the store I haven't looked at because I don't want to be depressed about how much they cost. So I don't look at those. Um, but I'm having it's fun. Expensive. Oh, boy. You know who's in every damn meta or is playing in every game I've played is... Uh, Doomfist is back, baby. <laughs> that guy's everywhere. Oh, they give him balance changes. Yeah, he, I, 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 unironically was playing Doomfist uh, in mixed matches because he's fun as shit. He's fun, but he's also he buffed. Just, <laughs> all you got to do is spam. You find the right order to spam the buttons in, and mm-hmm. you just go, just jump around. Like I can't shoot. I can't defend myself. I just yeah. Jump it's, around. It's what? nutty. He's he's gone, and everyone's playing him now. So I see him in almost every game, and he's just he's something else. Moira's still a threat on the healer side. Uh, Sojourn. They changed something with. Oh no, they gave uh, Hanzo. They make him have a when he fires or when he puts the yeah. bow in. You have to lower it now. So every time a draw happens, you lower it to aim it and let go. So there's like this little extra time that, that is kind of a nerf. Oh, so you can't do the little like, because one of the things you can do is you can do world's smallest bow with Hanzo, yeah. <laughs> where it's like you put you put the arrow in, you go, and then you get a headshot. And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Can't do that anymore. I mean, you can. You It's more of a skill shot now. So you have to like. It sounds like it. Because I know sometimes you get these bullshit shots where you're just like, you barely press the button down, but you get it in just enough that the arrow goes flying. Yeah. Headshots tracer. Yeah. And you're like, man, that's going to be a sick replay for that to watch. Yeah. He's a pud. <laughs> but also, I guess Sojourn still feels really hard to me. I guess she got some kind of nerf, but she still feels like she's wrecking people. Um, it's, it's, okay. I, I'm, I'm not the expert on the meta, but I'm having fun. So Great. continue to like that game. Point. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, all right. John. I installed this game, but didn't play it yet because I haven't had time. Tell me all about High on Life, please. Uh, High on Life is a Game Pass game. I think that's an important distinction to make in this case. Uh, it's it not worth game, paying for. <laughs> is that it's a game that you can try for free. Um, because I, I actually think... So I played a little bit of it, uh, and I actually really had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, but... I think that this is probably the closest I've ever gotten in recent history to like, remember back when there wasn't just like, well, it's an indie game or a triple A game, but we had like a middle tier of games that came out that were like 30 or $40. And you knew you weren't buying Call of Duty, but you weren't also buying a little indie project. You were buying something somewhere in the middle. This feels exactly like that. It is a passable shooter. The shooting feels okay. Doesn't mm-hmm. feel bad. Doesn't feel great. Um, and it is a game that is is definitely getting by on its humor. And you are either going to like the humor or you are not going to like the humor. Because this that's is what Justin, really Roy- Justin Royland, Rick and Morty guy once again doing a thing, right? Yeah, it's Justin Roiland, and uh, if you like his shtick, you will probably have a, a good time with this game. If you don't like his shtick, you probably won't. Like, this is the definition of a three out of five game where it's like, it depends. If you watch the interdimensional cable episodes of Rick and Morty and you went, you know, I don't like this, then don't play this game. If you thought those were great and you were like, wow, I wish I could play a video game based around this, uh, play that. It's a game for you. Mm. Um, I did laugh a lot at this game. Um, I did find it funny. 
I thought the gameplay was good enough for me to keep playing and play some jokes. I don't feel a tremendous urge to sit down and play this game nonstop. Um, but I think this would be like the perfect game to sit down with friends and play like with a group of people, assuming everybody's on board for like a really crass, vulgar, over the top, like sense of humor. Like yeah. if everyone's on board for that, like this would be a great game with friends. Um, sure looks and, pretty nice engine, you know? Yeah, it it looks good. It's it's definitely like it's not a slouch. I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad video game or anything like that, but it is definitely going to be for a very specific taste. And it's not such a good shooter or experience that you're like, well, overlook the humor um, because what's there is so good. Like, that's kind of what I would say about Borderlands. You know, oh, like, right. we've had that discussion before. Like, the, the humor in Borderlands just doesn't really land for me. That's fine. Subjective. Um, but I think the gameplay and the loot and all of that is such a good experience that I would still say, like, it's kind of top of the class for that sort of game. Right. This doesn't really have that to fall back on. So while I enjoyed the humor more in this... I don't think it's such a fun shooter that I'm going to load this up over, you know, Doom or any other, you know, like getting by on its mechanic shooter. Right. Um, but I had a really good time with it. it. Made me laugh. Made my wife laugh while she was in the room playing Fortnite with me, and she kept looking over and going, "What the hell are you doing?" Because <laughs> um, she happened to walk in right at a point where I, I, I don't want to say it because it sounds worse than it is. And if you're in the moment, you understand why I did what I did. But she walked in right when I. (laughs) No, I killed the kid. Yeah. You killed your kid. No, not my kid. I shot shot a kid. I shot a kid. And they were and they were making a big deal out of the fact that I shot a kid. Okay. And she was like, what the hell hell are you doing right now? And I was like, I'm just playing a game. It's fine. Wait, did you you just shoot the kid or did you actually slay him? I shot him. I shot him in the head. And also, yes, he was like 35. So, you know. Because he's an alien and they have a different age range thing. (laughs) Yes, that's true. true. Yeah, that sounds like. Look, Royland. Oh, my God. Spoilers. Thanks. Justin Royland's. um, That other thing he does on. Hulu is it? It's not Rick and Morty. It's his other show. Oh, uh, Solar Opposites. I love Solar Opposites. Like, I think Solar Opposites is better than Rick and Morty. I do too. I, I think it's I a better love product. Solar Opposites. And that's weird to say because it's the one thing he does without Mark Harmon. Not Mark Harmon. Um, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Mark Harmon's not working on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's weird, right? Because I like I like his Dan Harmon's work, but for whatever reason, I think there's just more heart in. Um, uh, with solar opposites, and I was, yeah. and I'm, I guess I'm kind of hoping that this has a bit of that, since he's the, you know, since this is just a, a Royland joint, it's nobody else. Yeah, it's, it, you know, again, it's going to be something where it's like it's totally subjective. The jokes that land for me are not going to be the jokes that land for other people, right? And there will be other things that other people will find extremely entertaining that, you know, that that didn't land for me, but. I thought that there was humor to be found in the game and I was having a good enough time playing the game. I thought the boss battle, I got to the first boss battle. That's basically where I stopped. Uh, it was creative. Like I died to it cause I wasn't exactly sure what to do. Cause it wasn't just, they sit there and shoot at the thing. Like there were mechanics that you had to follow. It was like a, you know, kind of like a first person shooter. Wow. Fight. It's like, okay, there's this stage. There's this stage. Um, but it's, you know, it's a thing. 
And I will say that, like, I don't think it's hard for you to know hearing this if it's for you or not. I think, you know, Rick and Morty is certainly a good metric. Do you like Rick and Morty? If yes, maybe check it out. If no, I don't think this is going to maybe um, be the brand of humor for you. You do drugs in this game? Um, All high on life. I sort of assumed that there was a... So I, I thought that was going to be the case because the game literally opens with your sister offering you cocaine. Like, <laughs> it's like the first thing that happens in this game. In fact, you choose your avatar in the reflection of the cocaine mirror. All right. <laughs> that's, that's where you pick your character, but you don't take the drugs. Um, oh. she, so I was like, so I, they're, I they're trying I'm, to, they're probably trying to meet the ESRB requirements because with a game called high in life i sort of assume yes you have the gun that's talking to you on one hand but you got a finger with coke that you can press the button and go like this with like oh i mean it may come up they talk about drugs a lot in this game like there's a tv with a there's a tv with a guy uh who's like a mayor or something and he's always talking about like the drug problem and he's listing all these alien drugs that are a problem and one of them is it's just called space meth which I thought was pretty good that there's apparently an alien drug that's just called space meth. Space meth's pretty good, yeah. Um, but that's but from space. I I don't know if it's going to come into being a thing. It might be, um, but uh, apparently you do. I don't know if you have to kill the kid. His name is Slumsley. I had to look it up. Basically, what happens? Just uh, to full perspective on this. You go down into the sewers, and there's this kid that comes in front of you, and he basically goes. Hey, fresh meat. Hey, meat. You going down in the sewer? And, like, he's one of those people where the reticle turns red and you can shoot him if you want. Like, there are NPCs that the gun's like, no, we're not going to just murder people when you try to pull the trigger on them. But he's he's one you can actually try and shoot, and the gun tries to tell you not to shoot him. Um, but I killed him, and it did make me laugh because, like, the whole, like, are you going to shoot this kid or not thing wasn't, super funny to me i just thought he was annoying and that's why i I did shoot him but the achievement for it is called fallout doesn't let you do this (laughs) and i I thought that was a nice touch that's a very good touch that's great he's clearly a gamer he likes the tropes of it all and i don't know i i like i like his sense of humor i i'm gonna play this it's on game pass why not but you're right it's the perfect game Pass. just try it it's not gonna be for everybody this is not a all-around recommendation but it it is i had a good time with it so Mm -hmm. far so and there's some really fun little meta jokes in there the game opens with you playing a different first person shooter video game (laughs) um where you you play as a guy and you get a call from your div- your divorce attorney. He's like your Cortana for the video game. Yeah. And you're just fighting your ex-wife's new boyfriends because apparently <laughs> she hooked up with a hive mind and so now she's sending all of her ex-boyfriends who are technically the same person after you and you got to kill them all and it is just Again, if you've watched an interdimensional cable episode of Rick and Morty and heard him just ad lib stupid bullshit through yeah. an episode, yeah. it is basically that because he's just sitting there going, "Like, yeah, she she's dating somebody. It's a hive mind, so it's all technically the one guy. So all those people are technically the same uh, new boyfriend, new husband. You got to kill them all. I'm her. I'm your attorney, by the way. And just like it's that same level of delivery from all of that." 
if that's not your thing, isn't going to win you over. But I thought it was pretty fun. Well, all right. I I think you've. I'm convinced. I'm in. I'm gonna. Sounds play like that. you should play Midnight Suns. I'm gonna play Midnight Suns. You as well. should play Midnight Suns as well. Midnight it's Suns has become the new. Um, it's for me. It's par. I've never seen Parasite, and everyone keeps saying I need to watch Parasite, and I keep saying I will eventually, and I still haven't seen Parasite. So this is the video game equivalent of Parasite now, and I. Who knows where that'll take us. We'll see. You're also supposed to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh shit! Stuff I'm always for as long as I've known you, I'm supposed to watch yeah. that. Yeah. And we're talking like what 2012 since I. I don't even know how it came up the first time, but it's just become a thing. That the movie I was almost new. That movie to S- you. Scipio in the chat. I saw Loki. I watched it. Loki is no longer on that list. Oh, but, you watched Loki? Yeah. Which means <laughs> Scipio nice. doesn't listen to the morning stream anymore. But yes, I watched watched all <laughs> you of Loki. Quit because you wouldn't watch Loki. Yeah. We watched all of Loki, and I, lo- I really liked it. I thought Loki was awesome. I was oh, surprised man. how much I liked it. It was really good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's everything we've played, everybody. We're going to take a break. When we come back, some Dear Martha, some other stuff, some news that dropped that's small and you know worth talking about briefly, and a few other things, including your emails and texts. So stay tuned. Hey, all. Scott here. And I'm here to remind you that uh, I want you to get some some good help when you need it. You know, it's important stuff. Well, the good news is this entire episode today brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online, where right now for 10% off your first month, you can go to betterhelp.com slash core gaming and start living a better life today. Look, unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. Mine didn't. Uh, I don't know about yours, but I don't think any of us did. So when it's not working out for you, it's normal to feel a little stuck, you know? Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause and challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's very convenient, super secure, and accessible no matter where you are anywhere. 100% online. Therapy's great. It can change your life in a very positive direction. Sometimes you're a little nervous to try it. This couldn't be easier to get in and see how things go. Super simple. Everybody deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. And as the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists online all the time. And uh, think of it this way. It's all the benefits of of, uh, in-person therapy, but very convenient and accessible and affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. And if things aren't clicking exactly, well... You know, you can easily switch to another therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash core gaming. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash core gaming. I know you'd be happy you did. All right, we have arrived back from our little break, and now we are going to have a little fun with the Dear Martha segment of the show. John has prepared one. We got images. We got everything for this. John, do you have any special setup for this week's magazine review? Nope. We'll just get right into it. All right, here goes. Enjoy. Whoops, I'm on the wrong tab. Here we go. My dearest Martha, today I bring you a magazine that we've never reviewed before. This one is called Video Games, the (laughs) ultimate gaming magazine. Uh 
And you gotta respect a magazine that just names itself after its subject. What I don't respect, or maybe secretly love, is the cover. Like so many 90s magazines, it's just an assault of text, color, and graphics. Which the already colorful Power Rangers probably don't help. Specifically though, this is Video Games, issue 66 from July 1994. Inside this magazine seems to be your pretty standard magazine fare. But it does seem unique in a few ways. First, it relies a lot more on turning the magazine horizontal. Not just for an image or two, but for entire articles. That's weird. <laughs> and secondly, there is a strange focus on physical products surrounding games. This isn't terrible, or even too uncommon, but it's just odd because this magazine is the one that declares itself VIDEO GAMES! <laughs> the magazine. Yeah. Also, I think they tried to review some of the Street Fighter merchandise, and they made a little chart to explain their thoughts. And I don't know if I've ever seen a more confusing chart. It has a company column, an item column, a comments column. And all of that makes sense to me. However, then they have columns for Betty, Eric, and Nikos, <laughs> yeah. who I assume are reviewing it. But there is no text. It's just low-res images of their faces. And I'm just... I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of toys in this magazine. A lot of them. Before we call it for this very busy magazine, I do want to point out an ad. This is like the 90s version of a teaser trailer. Spoilers for Mortal Kombat 2, but the ad doesn't even mention the game. It's just a bolt of lightning and the phrase, nothing, nothing can prepare you. It's such a fun little tease, and I can only imagine being a dumb kid that doesn't have the internet and is just super excited about whatever this could be. Also, I think I can see Shao Kahn in the clouds, but maybe I'm imagining it. But the more I stare, the more... I see his face. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me this week, Martha. If my chronometer is right, it sounds like you'll be getting this letter around the holidays. But as a time traveler, that means nothing to me. I'm writing this to you in July, on a Tuesday. <laughs> but, uh, happy holidays, I guess. Yours in time, S. Beckett, 94. Love it. I do not. So John and I were talking about this pre-show. I do not remember a magazine called Video Games, but the logo and the name, I swear it's like the font that they used for GamePro or something, because it looks really familiar just at a glance. But then you make this point about all the game magazines at the time, they all kind of look like this at a glance. So... I yeah, know. I mean, if you look up video games, the Ultimate Gaming Magazine, and look at some of their covers, yeah. like I swear I've seen every one of these covers. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, and my theory was maybe they just used the stock like photos that were available in press kits or whatever, and it was just you know they went with the obvious choice. But I swear I've seen all of these. Yeah, I'm looking. Four ninety five in nineteen ninety four. Was that nineteen ninety four? Ninety four, I think. Yeah, it's an expensive ass magazine from 1994. Were. You know what they are now? I will say it's a hundred pages long, which is pretty good. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, that's a lot of content. I would sit on the. I was telling you earlier, I'd sit on a toilet for a long time. I mean, for two dollars more, I can get a Dragonlance novel. Yeah, you could. 
for like six ninety nine back then. You can just go buy a paperback of your favorite fantasy. Oh my gosh, your screen! Yeah, I just noticed. Then how you got to use your imagination. Bo has going? added even more to his screen. We got a big Metzen now behind. Cor- Look at this. Yeah, poor zoo. Yeah, Metzen's been up the whole time. You didn't notice him. I noticed that, but I didn't. But then everybody else joined him after the break. So, yeah, after the break, everyone uh, gets added for a chorus of video game delights in my screen. That's Hello. fantastic. Um, all right. Well done. That was awesome as always. We are now going to take a dive into a couple of other news stories that we haven't talked about but are worth mentioning. The Dead Space remake has gone gold ahead of its January launch. So if you're looking forward to that, that is coming. And I think the mediocre reception of Callisto Protocol probably bodes well for this. Uh, People are probably more interested in this thing at this point. I bought Callisto Protocol. I haven't played it because Midnight Suns is consuming my life. It sounds like it's going to be the greatest gift to me. It sounds like Midnight Suns is giving me two gifts, a wonderful game and delaying my desire to play the Callisto Protocol until maybe it's a playable experience. There you go. Yeah. A lot of the problems with that game is it can be fixed. So that's probably the state that game's in. So I think eventually you'll get a good game to play through. Uh, whether I ever play it or not will depend on whether someone wants to watch me scream and pay for it. All right. Next up. That sounded bad. That sounded dirty, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, go to the video game red light district. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Vampire Survivors paid DLC dropped. Legacy of Moonspell. It's called. It's paid. You got to buy this, uh, which makes sense. Come on, buy this. It's in my cart. It's, oh, nice. Uh, it's $1.79 on sale right now. It's, <laughs> no brainer. It's normally $2. Now it's $1.79. Um, I downloaded Vampire Survivors on my phone. I told you I was going to do that because they released a mobile version of the game. Yeah. And it's the same game, except you're just moving around with your thumb. And it's vertical. Yeah. And it plays just like Vampire Survivors, all the music, all the stuff. The one difference is when you die, you can watch an ad to revive yourself. (laughs) Really? Yep. Yep. Uh, so no ads brilliant. during the game. There's no other times brilliant. in the game where you're like, <laughs> brilliant. The, ad, the ads don't interrupt you at any time that I've played. However, if you die, which the point in the, I feel like it's not great because in the game, the point is, oh, you died. Okay, go back, spend some money, improve your dude, go try again. This says, ah, you want to give it another shot? Just watch this ad for some shitty email. Yeah, but you. you as a gamer gets it. Like, this is aimed at people who play mobile games and mobile experiences you're like but wait a minute that's not how the video game should work and they're like we know yeah like i actually think this is kind of funny and yeah. maybe that, a little that, bit that's like that extra incentive for them to kill you you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. they earn revenue and you die that means they're trying to kill you maybe it's a really hard game and worthy of the challenge though. maybe i've gotten better at these games uh, clearly because i went forever on my first run before i died and that's when I saw the pop-up that said, hey, you want to watch an ad? I'm like, no, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> then you're dead. Then you're dead, Scott. Yeah. How about that? I'd rather go fire you up on a proper console or a, or a PC. So you played that instead of Midnight Suns? <laughs> well, only like 15, 20 minutes. It wasn't very long. Oh, okay. And only one time. Sorry, I don't mean to be so critical. It's no, no, no. It's all good. I'm going to play that damn game just so I, play Midnight Suns. I can say I did it. Uh, speaking of Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man 2 launches. This I didn't even know this was being made. It makes sense, though. But uh, Mar- <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 2, uh, sequel to the very popular Spider-Man and Miles Morales follow-ups, uh, will be out on in fall of 2023 on PlayStation 5. Uh, they didn't say 4. So I think maybe this is the year Sony says, yeah, we're not making last-gen ports of everything. And it's easier to get PS5s now. So I think that's where we're at with that. 
I mean, I have one now, so it must be easy. Yeah, I think I might get one. You might. You what? Might. Today marks the first day that I, I PS5 interest showed a little blip. You know, in a movie when someone's flatlined for a while and the, everyone's in suspense, will he live? Will he live? Yeah. And you hear a little beep, beep. And that beep today was a play interest in purchasing a PlayStation Five. Yeah, because, because you want to play Village. Scott, That's you want you know what the answer to this question this is. I know, but so but so Resident Evil VR, Resident Evil Village or Eight. Uh, is getting a VR mode for free as a downloadable DLC for free. And that's happening, uh, I thought, on PC as well. No? I don't think so. I, don't I think, think it's, so. I think it's a PS2 know, VR no. exclusive. Actually, and it's, it might be. It, and it's not just going to be, um, you know, a, a port. You're going to have hand controls. This is important. You'll be able to interact with your hands, various things in the environment. I know everyone's thinking about Lady Green Lady. Maybe you'll interact with those two. I don't know how that's going to play lady, out. Lady Green Lady? Uh, Dimitri Sue. Oh. <laughs> green? Why is she not green, though? She just says. Well, I just, I just mentioned you'll be able to interact with everything with your hands, and the first thing I think of is her is big boob lady. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's yeah. like, pardon me, dear. This is a horror game, not yeah. one of those games. Get out of here. But, um, you know, the, I'm like, okay. And it's also in conjunction with something I only experienced on my own, which was uh, someone did try out PS2 VR. It was a Reddit post, so who knows if it was fiction or not. But they were saying the experience is a lot better than the um, MetaQuest in terms of graphical fidelity and what they're throwing at this machine. Yeah, and the eye tracking stuff and the yeah, and I'm like, I'm all like, like it's comparable to PC VR. That's early indication. And I, so I read that and go, yeah, quest two graphics kind of like really down res to have to do PC VR games. There aren't a ton of them. PlayStation going full bore on a catalog of triple a titles. Also, Sony has a reputation for their hot, Awesome exclusives. Yeah. So it might be might a be a thing you want. For, you how much you for need me? to save up enough money for two PS5s and you'll be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Because that's the cost you know. of it. Here's the thing, the though. The only thing I'm concerned about is I want to stream my experiences. I got to figure out how to stream PS2 VR. Uh, there'll probably be a way. But that, so a data miner found uh, some clues suggesting that the Steam uh, and Oculus releases have also are also being considered. They data mine something and found references to those devices uh, or to those platforms. So you may be able to play it in there as well. But yeah, it looks like a PS, PS, sorry, PlayStation 5, PSVR 2, day one launch. And Bo might have it for the low price of 5,000 Canadian dollars. Well, I mean, it dep- again, it depends if PS2 VRs can be plugged straight into your PC as well. Oh. I just don't think they're going to try and make these games compatible. Like, they'll make them run on PC just fine. But I know from running Alex and other games, you sometimes got to load up custom quest controls because it's designed for the index. Like, there's that tension. I can't play Doom VR. Doom VR is designed for index. And, like, I try to customize the controls, and certain variables don't exist to strafe left and right at that game. It's super annoying. I'm like, I can't play it. You know, so anyways. Well, I'm uh, very curious about it, that. So maybe you'll be the guy that gets out of the group and you can review all the PSVR I, How much would, would we ha- wouldn't have to pay you to for you, Scott, to play it? <laughs> to play this? 
They'd have to I give me have to buy like, him a PSVR two to start. Yep, and the okay. game. Yeah, let's get it out there. Let's get it out there, but ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you want Scott to experience the pinnacle of fear? You're gonna have to open your wallet. Hold on, would oh. you play it if somebody bought you a PS VR two yeah. and this game? Would you play it? And how much like, extra just, money? It, okay, we have to just confirm like, first of all that I can stream it. I assume we can because. PlayStation 5 has built-in streaming capability straight to Twitch, so it probably just does. Uh, assuming that's all true, they'd have to get me the PlayStation VR 2, and they'd have to get me a copy of that game for that device for me to play it. And then I Patreon would. goal. I people would do suggesting, it. Pa- people are suggesting Patreon goal. Everyone says that. Oh, it can't be a Patreon goal, because then he's got to split it with us. Yeah, I'm not going to saddle you people with that anyway. You guys are nice and I'll I'll shave off some of mine. I want some... I, I'll no, put my money I want, where my mouth is. I want I some benevolent... I got a lot of mouths to feed Yeah, John here. needs it. I'm going to... Look, <laughs> I'll, I'll give, if John will give some of his money, I'll give some of his money. I'll do the benevolent freaking... Somebody out there who's just like, oh, yes, my stocks are doing well today. I could... I could pee more money than the stupid VR thing, so I'll just buy it. Somebody like that, belly up. Let me know. Hook me up, and then I'll play it. Otherwise, not a chance in hell I'm playing that game again. And I will tell you, for anybody doubting, Scott does not actually want you to do this. No, I don't. <laughs> like, I will confirm. Oh, yeah. No, this isn't he, some he, trick. He is not hoping that you do this for yeah, him. Yeah, this isn't some kind of trick to get people to do it. I really don't. So well, anyway, speak for yourself. I'm trying I mean, to I've been both. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if it, I'm the first one to rush to your defense. Yeah, but when 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 an opportunity of uh, like this presents itself, you know, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. Hard to say. By the way, nice suggestion there for Patreon goals. We got some requests for two cores a week. Oh lord, uh, we should maybe talk about. It's it. it not a bad idea. They, I would. I would do it in a heartbeat if we can get the numbers where we want them. I would totally do that. Yeah, yeah. Is, nice one. Nice one there, Rhino Kenny. Core is awesome. We love Core. All right, now this right here. That's a good question. We got some emails or email from a listener named Dan. He wrote in to talk to the core at gmail.com and says this. Hey, guys, just wanted to chime in on the topic of collector's editions that don't include an actual game. He's bringing this up because there's like a hot topic right now around the Diablo 4 release. We talked about that a bit last week, but the game does not include a code or a disc. It is just Diablo swag. The collector's box does not include a copy of the game. Yeah. Which... Yeah. It's called the collector's box, although they haven't done any favors because even internally they have called it a collector's edition. It's a paradigm shift. Which does imply that there's a copy of the game in it. It's a a paradigm shift and nobody's good at remembering the change. Um, So that's what's really throwing people off. Anyway, it goes on to say the main reason a lot of studios have shifted to this model in recent years is logistics. And I agree with this. It allows players to purchase the CE goods regardless of what platform they end up playing the game on. And it means the publisher doesn't have to manufacture different versions of the collector's edition for every platform they ship on. It also lets them avoid situations like Street Fighter 4, where Xbox 360 collector's edition sat on shelves for years because most of the people were serious that were serious enough about the game went and got the CE and played it on PlayStation 3. That, that was actually one of the... Because of <laughs> the stupid... D, yeah. It was that horrible D-pad on the 360 controller that kept all those yeah, yeah. fighter games away. Anyway, uh, says Dan, I agree with him. I think that's 100% it. Plus, they don't have uh, the code fraud you sometimes get, the problem with people, uh, uh, what do you call it when you sell uh, scalping tickets, basically scalping codes for too much money. Now, they'll still do that with the boxes themselves if they're limited, but that Yeah, I'm going to say this. I yeah. think that should include a copy of the game. 
Yeah, but it's priced also to not include the price. Like it's fifty bucks less than they than they used to be with the copy. Yeah, of the but game. also as a counterpoint. Yeah. What if it just included the copy? <laughs> John, John's being that guy. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the change. It's just a paradigm shift. It doesn't bother me at all, like in the least. But everything this this emailer said, everything you've said, makes a fine amount of sense. But what if it included a copy? Well, of the I mean, I get it, man. I still wish my boxed games included floppy disks. I think the high point of buying games in boxes included fifty-two floppy disks inside. Because you know, I just like the floppy, like the hard three-point-five. Yeah. Well, they haven't yeah, not, not the full years. five point one floppy, but the smaller, you know, just Green. like buying Space Quest or whatever, and it had seven cassettes and or seven discs in it. It's yeah. just no, I miss those I, days. Ultima, too. like Ultima, I think five had like the cloth map and a nice instruction book. Like there were some great boxes, and I miss those great boxes. I like the boxes too, but I have no problem buying the game separately and buying this separately because the price is it's priced accordingly. It's fine. But mm-hmm. what if Scott? What if it also just came with a copy of the game? Well, then, and it doesn't even. Here's the thing: they're gonna get you on their launcher, right? If yeah. it's a PC version of the game, don't make console exclusives. Just say also includes a digital download code for the PC version of Diablo Four. And if you want a different version, then guess what? You do have to go buy the other version of the game, which you would have had to have done anyway. But then nobody can complain because you included a copy of the game in the thing. Yeah, just include a copy of the game. I it's understand. a digital code, I get and it's it. going to put people in your ecosystem. Just put the game in there. Yeah, I'd like to thank John for. Uh, I feel like I'm usually the most unreasonable one on an episode, so I'd like to thank John for being. The most oh yeah, he took the torch this week. <laughs> yeah. I know what an unreasonable take. What if you put a copy of the game in the thing that everybody thinks is a digital deluxe version of a game? Well, you put the game in it. It's not hard. Just put it in yeah, there. Yeah, but your logic says that when I go buy my next air wait, conditioner, wait, let him cook. That's what the kids say now. Let him cook. My next air conditioner needs to contain a game and all the DLC. Like, does everything need to have a game no. code in it? It's just, but this collector's edition of Diablo 4 would have a copy of Diablo 4 in it. Well, it's called a collector's box. So Yeah, but they're calling it a collector's edition. <laughs> I mean, I actually think they're going to learn from this stupid mess and they're never going to do this again. Or they'll have Tell it, you but what, they'll I'll stop right. telling them they have to include a copy of the game or they should when they stop calling it a collector's okay, edition fair enough. by mistake. I like that. It- what, what does your wife do when you get like this? Just so we know for he the future. He just walks to another room. That's <laughs> me being mad. Oh, we can't do that. We have a podcast. Yeah, I, I just get mad about stuff sometimes. You know I got what? Mad Fair about, enough. Yeah. I got mad about the, the Cars movies today. And she had to listen to a whole. <laughs> had to listen to a whole lecture about it. You don't want. There's to know a what whole. I think. There's a whole thing. I was like, this. This whole. I compared it. I actually compared it to World of Warcraft. I was like, you know, the whole Cars franchise reeks of overcorrection based on feedback. That's actually true. I agree with that. I think that first See? movie's great. <laughs> I think that first I think that first movie's great. I think that second movie is horrendous, and I think the third movie's better. But I don't like why it's better. 
because it, it's a it's a giant course correction and it, it kind of pisses me off it feels like it the first one just feels like they pushed the pendulum way too far in one direction because yeah. they're like well the first thing didn't work out great except financially because they made a ton of money you did fine. and then they were like oh people didn't like the weird mater spy movie focus thing well let's push that pendulum way back in the other direction and <laughs> anyway yeah so she had to hear that lecture today and now so did all of you yeah so did all of you aren't you don't you feel better for it uh, or do you want to hear a text? Here's a text. I got one right here. This is from a listener named Terrell, like T-E-R-R-A-L. Wanted to thank Bo, he says. I assume oh. it's a he. He says, I now tell my wife and everyone else I know that I'm making a lake run when I have to poop. Great. Good job, yes. Bo. So maybe, maybe, th- maybe this is how I'll finally get my own Wikipedia page. <laughs> Please give Bo a Wikipedia page, damn it. And have it be all about the lake run. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that great, though? I love that. I love that people are using this as a term. Because everyone says, oh, I got to see a man about a horse, or I got to go drop kids off at the pool, or whatever. But now they can say, I need to go take a lake run. It's a great thing. It's great. I'm it, just waiting for the day someone finds a floater in a lake and just goes, Bo must have been here. Yeah, Bo was here. Yeah. <laughs> Bo was here. Wait, I see this lake. There's a link. There's an entry for Lake Run. Oh, but it's not about pooing. Oh, then they'll have to do a disambiguation link in there and then go to a different place. That's how they do that now, you know, on the wiki, on the Wikipedia. Uh, All right. Now we do something pretty special. Uh, The mashup boy has been at it and he's been putting together end of year best ofs. Jamie has been working hard. He has. He really has. And today is no different. In fact, today. Look at this. I'm putting up the bad now. We get the John Jagger best of 2022 memorable moments. One line and last. Me complaining about the Cars franchise. Yeah, <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a trading card, dude. I feel yeah. like it's a badge. Like, ma'am, get out of your car. I'm John Jagger. Official of core Cars. representative. I don't know if you know, but uh, one-liners and laughs. Yeah, That's me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can wear that next time there's a BlizzCon. Include You can put your BlizzCon pass and then this pass there. <laughs> People. Tap it. Do you know who I am? When oh. the security guards are like, yeah, you can't come in or whatever kind of bullshit they're up to because I, I never believe they're doing their jobs correctly. <laughs> Let's go. You'd be like, I'm John Jagger. See? Yeah. And they'll be okay. like, oh, it looks official. <laughs> yeah, big time. But also, I do want to I want to make sure we shout out John Tazarek, who worked with him. He's the one that did the really cool uh, fake core magazine covers. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, he put hot. he helped him with this as well. So a uh, big shout out to him as well. That guy's awesome. All right. Here it is. John's end of year. Best of. Enjoy. John Jagger. He's played 30 games this year and they were all Final Fantasy 14. Absolutely loves mobile games. Hold on a second. That's Liam O'Brien. They got Liam to do it. I didn't even talk to him. That's are you sure, or is that a really good? It's him. No, that sounds like him. That's freaking Liam. I'm losing my shit here. All right. Anyway, here you go. His dear Martha Steam reviews with Martha rebuttals are always good for a laugh. He's the bold one. He loves Final Fantasy dragons, while Scott loves Elder Scrolls dragons. This was Dragon Beef, and apparently has an adorable new baby boy. Not that he's biased. He's biased. (laughs) 
<laughs> conjures up the next Dear Martha segment, let's remark on the best moments from our resident new, very biased dad of the bunch. <laughs> oh my god. I know what jizz is. Everybody. Well, you might have done that clear, to Scott I on. know what jizz is. I have no questions about it. <laughs> What it feels like is, you know, when you make a customized character in a game and sure. it's got sliders, yeah, and penis, you go, like a penis slider. Like you go yeah. like, let me try moving the nose shape, and you go, and you go, oh no, that's not it, and you move it back, and you're a hundred percent certain you put it back where it was, <laughs> and you're like, the whole face is <laughs> like, what happened? Their consolation will be an Xbox. Yeah, you'll best. still get the Xbox, but you'll have to face down the oily pipe of John's. Uh... <laughs> Uh-huh. That's what they called me in high school, the oily pipe. And also back then there was only one flavor. Look at all these fancy flavors. Oh, they've got back so in many. my day there was only one flavor of balls and it wasn't very good. You Google when you want to know how to cook shepherd's pie. Yeah. But you bing if you want to see a shepherd's pie. <laughs> When I was in middle school sometime, I had a girlfriend and she was over at my house and she looked at me and she goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I want you to come in with me. No! Do you think anybody's ever put uh, their wiener in a, a roll of toilet paper, the roll part? Yes, yes. absolutely. Really? My gosh, you started so softball. I'm like hornet's nest. <laughs> Bottle of glass, barbed wire. You're like in the tube that's right next to the toilet where your pants are down already anyway. Really? Shit, it was moist again. Oh, yeah. crap. Feel, uh, whatever. Okay. It's Every, everything's ephemeral. Ephemeral. Everything's ephemeral. It's fine. You know, if it makes the service better. showed up because you ordered cookies from Amazon, but fine. If you're going to talk like that, I'm going to go back to my house. That's right. Here's what I thought. You're going where you think this is going. I thought we were going to sneak in and, you know, make out in the bathroom. Like, you know, and it was going to be, it was going to be awesome. (laughs) This is going to be great. I would be much easier for me to forgive my echo if she talked like that. I'm experiencing an error. I've decided to turn off and on your lights to let neighbors know you might not be able to order more of our products. Ew, gross, bum, get away from me. That's all I want to say. Is that based on the boys? Is that a product I like it too. The it's supposed to taste like spoice. Spoice. I wish there was a drink called Sprite. Oh my god. <laughs> Knock off Sprite. Grandma's going to the home. She'll be okay. You can visit her, you know, and yes, pay for the stuff still. So, yeah. Yeah, and give her money. It's a reverse grandma. Yeah, reverse grandma. <laughs> I'm sure other people had worse because you could watch all sorts of movies. Did anyone nudity, look right? at you and go, mm, no, but the that. old guy next to me scooched away a little bit. Scooched, scooched away? away? Yeah, he no. scooched. Be like, like, you don't want to see boobies on an airplane. Shut up. Him and his wife. <laughs> she goes into the bathroom and then I slip in. She shuts the door and again I'm like, oh, it's gonna get sexy in here. And she's like, go stand in the shower. What? And I was like, okay, seems like what I have in mind uh-huh. could be done right here. And she's like, I'm gonna shut the door because I'm shy. And I was like, what's gonna happen? And then she took a poop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Really? So you were standing in the shower and she took a poo and you... (laughs) I forgot that was this year. Oh my gosh, dude. That was great. Oh my gosh. Uh, You know, I always hoped 
that we could transition from Liam O'Brien, mm-hmm. amazing voice actor. Is that Liam? That was Liam. I, I just, him, I just got I confirmation. The hell out of yeah. person I think is great. Talking about me and my son and just going, oh, oh my, my gosh, God. this is amazing. What a phenomenal nerd moment. Mm. Immediately followed by me going, I know what jizz is. <laughs> yeah, it was right away, too. It was right away. Uh, you know, yeah, someone no. I admire is participating in a thing back to something I do. And it's I just, about, like, I just got confirmation. Voice. He just wrote me back. Oh. I said, is this you doing voice things? We're, air, we're all live in the air right now. And oh, he, my God, yeah, Jamie. He did it. I don't what know how Jamie worked done? that out, but geez. That's incredible. Wow. Thank you so wow. much. Isn't that great? Who knows what'll happen next week? I have no idea what Bo's gonna get. No idea. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Be Phil Spencer. I heard you were talking shit about me. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I think about you. You look like you eat too much, stay up too late, and you're single and a loser. Enjoy your segment, bitch. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Well, I'm I'm I think that's great. I knew Leon listened to the show as well, so he, you know, this stuff is uh, Wow. Uh, that's great. that's so impressive. Like I'm just I'm, I'm just kind of speechless and mind blown. And then yes, we talked about Jim and yeah right away the shower i think right the, the part he edited uh, the part that my favorite part was the part where because he edited the story in little segments so there's just this one little sliver where the girl's like uh, the girl invited me into the bathroom scott's like no, no! <laughs> <laughs> like there's very little context and it sounds so funny like it's a terrible scott's like that's a bad idea oh that was so good i loved it he knew wow uh, well, i have to listen to that again now yeah. i know what we're i know what we're to expect though at least one big lake poop story for Bo tomorrow or next yeah, week absolutely yeah that's happening the uh, lake just, must be look, included if yeah. I'm going to be the Lake Poo guy on the internet and it's going to be viral, I want a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. He wants he wants it to be as viral as that lake is after he got his, uh, Let's do it. Let's do it officially. Let's, you know, I can't do it myself. It's not it's not, you know. Yeah, let's make it real. Now, let me ask people this. Do you like this show? Do you did you just have a great time like we did? I know we did. Did you? Well, if you did, then I got a great place for you to go. patreon.com/core show. Listen to these new people that joined this week. Just since last show, we got Plums, we got Jason, yep, we got Nick O, which I assume is Offerman. He's been on a couple of shows. We're gonna just yeah, assume probably. The it's actor. probably Nick Offerman. Yeah, it's sure. probably the actor, actor and writer Nick Offerman. Likes I mean, doing it, woodworking yeah. and then listening to our show while he works with wood. Yep, uh, Dennis, Dan, Damon, which I assume is from the House of the Dragon. He's uh, you know different kind of deal he's into right now. Uh, Nick I'm Damon. Kane or si- Kyan Cyan? How do you say that? There's a way to say that in like it's an Irish thing. C A C I A N. John? Is it Sean? Is it Sean? I think so. But like, uh, you know, yeah, I know. It's like, uh, is it like Celtic? I can't remember. But you know, Siobhan is like S I O B H A N, but you're like, it's Siobhan. Like, Siobhan. It's, where's, yeah. where's all this syllabic energy coming from? Syllabic <laughs> 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 energy. That might be our yeah. title today. Syllabic energy. I like that. Syllabic so, energy. I don't know how yeah. to spell it. It's just like. It's like I could just put an assemblage of letters that make no sense and then just say, that's Matthew. I like that. You're like, but how? Oh, you and know. finally, I forgot to mention him, Cassidy also. Uh, so the, the new cowboy on Overwatch has decided to uh, support <laughs> us as well. Yep. Nice. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Uh, if you never want to hear ads, if you want to have pre-show content every single week, which is I mean, especially lately, I think our stuff's been really amazing. 
uh, and other b- monthly benefits. It's a great place to sign up today. Patreon.com slash core show. That's going to do it for the show. Uh, we need this old lady over here to tell us what we played so that people won't complain about how we didn't mention names of games often enough. So, Grandma, take it away. Well, in case you missed the video games that the boys played, um, there were a few. Uh, surprisingly few for a show that's three goddamn hours long, but... Uh, Bo, uh, Bo and John played Marvel Midnight Suns. They talked about that for a while. Scott played The Witcher 3. Which is good, because he was playing it before, but now they patched it so he can experience half with a patch and half without a patch. Good for him. Uh, he also played World of Warcraft Dragonflight because his friend asked him to. Uh, and he's also playing more Overwatch 2. Likely also because his friend asked him to. John played High on Life. Nothing to say about that. And uh, he also played Portal with RTX, which they didn't talk about. So if you're thinking, boy, when did John talk about that? He didn't. It's because Scott decided the show was too long and he didn't want to hear about it. So I'll talk about it and say Portal with RTX is pretty and it's Portal. And Portal's a good game. There, we talked about it. Nice. That's what they played. Oh, very nice. I, I forgot. I didn't know we skipped over that. I feel a little bad about that. Yeah, you skipped over my section entirely. Well, you only, but you only had Midnight Suns <laughs> yeah, on there. But you, 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 you didn't you, get a section. I, I was worried there'd be listeners being like, what's up with Bo not having a section? We just went straight to the thing. Yeah, because well, uh, yeah, so, we added up now, in the Everyone joint knows. I, I just played Midnight Suns. I, yeah. That's all I played. And there's nothing wrong that's with it. That's how good this game is. It is very good. Yeah. Did it mention the game's good? It's yeah, good. it's good. I think it's good. so good that I'll play it is what's going to happen. Well, let me go warm up my 80 bucks or whatever it costs. Anyway, so there's uh, that's that. Hey, I hope you guys had fun. I sure did. And uh, we want to do this again next week where we give you our favorite games of the year. Are we going to do it next week or the week after that? We decided? Uh, we well, still have a, I don't know. Well, I will figure it out. Because the Thursday so after Christmas. Two more Thursdays. Right. We have, like a, we have, the, we have next week the and then we have the Thursday before New Year's. Should we do it on that one? I think I I'm think good to do shows one. on both weeks. I don't yeah. know if you want to take a week off, but I'm good to I'm good for all of it. Both yeah. weeks. I am too. Yeah, I think so I then if we do it right, I think we either do it on the 29th or we could even wait to the first week of January because the year's not done yeah. until January 1st. Yeah, what if a really good gaming experience happens on the 30th or the 31st? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll I think mean, that it, is prime gaming time. It, it sounds truly like is. I'm being sarcastic, but I can't help it. That's no, but least. because the way we do it, some of the categories are probably going to be best we played in 2022. So, yeah. in theory, Scott still has time to break open Half Life 2 and experience it this year. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Haven't played that since 2004. Time to crack that thing open again. Uh, I mean, I right. played it again this year in VR. That's right, you did. <laughs> Uh, well, don't worry, everybody. We'll figure it out. This little meeting brought to you by us. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Go play some games. We'll talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Just the reinforcements I needed.